That's the highest grossing domestic film during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, like, because every movies. because every single person that likes those movies is, is a, unvaccinated is unvaccinated <laughs> and is a fucking COVID <laughs> denier. <laughs> You're, when you're right, you're right, oh, Mike. Man, you cannot Mike. Tell that's why you're the, on the show, the bro. Heaters. That right there. That's fucking like, hell yeah. That's you like, know it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 102 of Press Any Key. This week, a pot belly Harry Potter comes back. Bruce Willis's horrible announcement. <laughs> I Am Legend 2 sequel. The Flash trailer. And we're going to review Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, before we get into it, make sure you check us out on all social media at PressAnyKey.tv. Check out our website, PressAnyKey.tv. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick McFly and uh, <laughs> Mike Burke. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget my name. <laughs> he, he he had so much steam coming and into I, it; it couldn't uh, last forever. <laughs> this is this is my problem. I yeah. have it all, like I, I need to just stick by the book. Or I lose you it all. You can't throw it to me. And right I'm now. your host, Fat Alvarado. Uh, you say Fat Alvarado? You son of a. <laughs> no, actually. By the way, let me point this out. Okay, I have been complimented on my figure three times this weekend and that's because i'm down like 19 pounds right now. really like, all yes. men in the gym yeah well now uh two of them are men and one of them was danny's <laughs> wife so okay. all right let's go danny's wife <laughs> and, and, and the the and the best is like like she was like hey you look good like that but everybody else was just like you're looking a little thin <laughs> like uh what do you, you need to, you need to eat more <laughs> yeah, it's like no actually i'm eating less and that's why i feel good like you just had pat just hangs out with italian grandmothers all i know the time. apparently yeah. yeah i got those 30 dollars sandwiches this week too they opened up an authentic italian deli oh yeah and i went and got sandwiches and they were 15 dollars a piece it's god damn it they were yeah. good they were so fucking good. I went to a European deli with my dad this weekend, and we like he was like, "Oh, I heard about this place. One of my neighbors, uh, his cousin works there." And then we went in there, and my dad's like, "Oh, whose cousin's with Greg?" Not a single person knew who the fuck Greg was. <laughs> anyway, we get the sandwich, and my dad is like, "Sandwich is four ninety nine. How is this fucking possible?" <laughs> it was an open face sandwich for four ninety nine. We're like, "Yo, we'll get three of those." <laughs> yeah, can we take like good? fifteen to go? Uh, the, I, the they had one that was like a uh, sausage uh, kielbasa and sauerkraut sandwich. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Open face sandwich was okay. So worth 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 four ninety nine. They had this thing at this place called um, the Rock, and then they have the the Cadillac. The Rock is... Those are the sandwiches? Yeah, okay. is chicken cutlet with, you know, fresh mozzarella, roasted peppers, balsamic, all that shit, right? And that's the, the Cadillac is the same shit, but just prosciutto instead. Oh. So I got one of each, and then Liz and I split them. And I was like, damn. I was, like, eating these sandwiches. I was like, damn, these are good. Liz fucking burst through that door and was like, where the fuck did you get these? These are the best sandwiches I've had in my life. I was like, yeah, they're worth Liz pulled a Kramer. We actually... We went, back, we went back the next day because we were going to get them again. Uh, were, the, the place was gone. Well, it was thirty <laughs> it was shut down. Thirty minutes before closing time, they had pulled all the meat off the floor. So it's like off you know, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't get there thirty minutes before closing. Now, time. No, fuck that. Okay, your no, hours of operation. It's an Italian shop. Like, like, like that's when you get all the leftovers for free. No, they start going to throw will, this out. I will yeah. say this. At least I didn't turn into that one asshole. That's like. What, what is false advertising? You say you're. That's not advertising. That's you're you're yeah. an idiot if you say that. 
When I used to work at Rook, we used to get people, we'd open it, uh, you know, whatever, like 7 a.m. And then when you'd have to get there at 6.30, you start prepping. We'd have people out there sitting before I got there to open the fucking store, just sitting in their cars. And I'd show up and they start getting out. And I'm like, sorry, you can't come in. They're like, well, you're in there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in there to start making coffee for you. I'm here to it, prep for the day. Do you day. do that for people who go to the bathroom? Like, you're just like, well, you're in there, yeah. so I'll, I'll go I'm in gonna, I'm going to walk in. Dude, people used to do that at Zoomies. Yeah. I would be like, it's a fucking clothing store at a mall. Like, what do you need at nine in the morning? It's like, I really need a skateboard. <laughs> I, went to, I went to the Monmouth Mall the other day, and I walked by. Every time I walk by Zoomies, I'm like, oh, I, miss, I miss running into Mike at the mall. My old stomping ground. <laughs> It was like a stop. It was like, we go see a movie. Is Mike working? Let's go bother Mike. And the answer is probably yes. I need. I needed the money. If we're not with him at school, he's definitely working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, speaking of getting work, Daniel Radcliffe's back on the scene, everybody. Okay. <laughs> really? I thought, that, I, I thought this was leading into Bruce Willis. Yeah, like speaking of getting work and Speaking of working getting, all the time. And not getting Bruce work Willis anymore. Bruce Willis is no longer doing all these movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! No, no, no! I, I would be. Come on, that'd be, be a little bit I'd be more something tactful. around the word. Like, I'm just gonna use the word forgetful. Y'all can take that and run with it. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Um, I'm not sure. Was this an official announcement or is this just yeah, something I, they said? I was just looking at the article, and it seems to be all speculation. It's it's seeming like uh, Warner is eyeing up the possibility of adapting the Cursed Child production into movies because the cast, the original cast, are aging into those that yeah. point in their lives. I think the other thing that is important to remember is there's two things. David Zaslav said that Harry Potter is an IP that they want to make a priority. And number two, he said that they they have ideas for multiple Harry Potter projects. We have ideas. More Harry Potter. <laughs> if he's saying that publicly, the conversations with J.K. Yeah. Rowling have already happened. He could not say that shit without that. And I would not be surprised if they're gearing up for this, though, because the success of Hogwarts Legacy it's has blown Elden Ring out it's of the absolutely water. absolutely that. Yeah. Like, like yeah, they have bigger hats. You know. I, I, I am of the mindset that really they don't. don't. They don't have bigger hats. Dude, they're fucking uh, fancy top You see the guy that plays hat? the sorting hat in, on Broadway? No. Yeah, he's a char- He's like a character that just holds a hat as opposed to like... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, you would think they would do almost like um, Little Shop of Horrors where it's a giant animated puppet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just a fan of big hats at this point. I am. I am. Amen. <laughs> You know, right, you yeah, know what they what say. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I want to hear this one. There's nothing else there. Okay. Anyway. Big hats, big head. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I have not seen the Broadway show. I, I believe the, the manuscript for the book is out though, right? Like you can read the play as a book. Possibly. Um, there's, it, there's, if you go on YouTube, just search, uh, cursed child review. There's plenty of people who go through it beat by beat of what happens. Okay. It sounds like a fucking nightmare, like just a convoluted fucked up nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen I'm, it. So I'm, anti, I'm anti cursed child. Oh, okay. You're big time. You, but you haven't child. seen it. I have not seen it, but based on the, cause I'm, I'm now officially a Harry Potter sweaty. Okay, you uh, sure are. It, it it just like it's not in this. Doesn't seem like it's in the spirit of Harry Potter. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair well, enough. Who who wrote it? It was somebody like J.K. J- Rowling. J.K. Rowling. She, I thought somebody else wrote it and then she readapted it. I could it's, be wrong. It's though. probably no, like what you're seeing is probably it, like book but, by J.K. Oh, Rowling, mm-hmm. music by whoever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She she um. Well, I don't think is it's, it a, a, it's oh, a, I don't it's know. not a musical. 
but it was adapted for stage by somebody else. Gotcha. It's the same she shit that they're story. doing where she's writing a screenplay and turning it into Warner Brothers, and they're like, no, and then they give it to somebody else, you know? Gotcha. So, yeah, it was um, a play written by Jack Thorne. What? Yeah, based on the original story by J.K. Rowling, John Tiffany, and Jack Thorne. Yeah, because she doesn't know how to write a fucking so play. He, yeah, he wrote the play. She it's can barely write a on, book. <laughs> it's, yeah, based on a story she wrote. Um, so the other thing that's interesting about this is that um, Chris Columbus, the original director of the first film, he didn't do the second one, right? Or he, or he did the first two and then the it was Alfonso, two, and right? Yeah, yeah. So he says that he want, he has been working on an, adapt, an adaptation of this. And, like, wants to pitch it. And if he can get the three stars to come back, he would absolutely do it. I don't know if they would want to do it. Like Them? He, yeah. Uh, th- th- yes. I, there's no There's no doubt in my mind that they would do it. They, the three of them have nothing going on. I know they have nothing going on, but that's because they all just did Harry Potter. It's like the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Where it's like the worst thing you can do for your acting career is be in Star Wars. Is do more of that. Yeah. yeah. I... I disagree. I think Daniel Radcliffe, like, if you think about it, Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot, but he's done a lot of small, smaller kind of, like... Niche, weird movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rupert Grant, I mean, we saw him in um, last week. We yeah, six at the lines, cabin, seven at the cabin. lines. <laughs> um, and he was good, but, yeah, I don't know what he's, he's been up to. And of, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, was I think he oh, was I didn't know that. that one. Or? Um, and then Emma Watson, she's just doing whatever the fuck she wants, you know what I mean? Like... They pretty much have a a blank check to do whatever they want. Yeah. Why would they do more Harry Potter, well, especially if, like... The thing you got to realize is that Hollywood is not... I mean, Anna Darmus just talked about this publicly. Um, Hollywood stars are dead. There's, like, there's yeah, a rare breed. Yeah, it's, like, Will Smith and Tom this. Cruise. Like, that's it. Uh, that actually... The Rock. The, yeah, that bring names yeah, not anymore, to he the... Died. That bring names to the box office. You know what I mean? Or, rather, a name brings people to the box office. I feel like just the rock thing. I feel like the rock is like the guy at the at the um, poker table that doesn't know how to quit while he's ahead. He's just like, like you know, I'm, I'm just going to keep winning. <laughs> and then he finally got that losing hand and lost everything. It's that diamond mine meme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's like, never stop gambling because you're almost at the diamond. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Being a part of a large franchise is the only way to really secure work for yourself now. And I get like if if someone's making an independent film and they're like, Daniel Radcliffe is coming in to read for this. They'll be like, oh, shit. OK, we'll hire Daniel Radcliffe. Right. But that ain't going to butter his bread forever. His bread is buttered. You know what I mean? He's got <laughs> like, a whole bank vault full of butter. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, butter. Can't, yeah. I can't see him in like Star Wars or the MCU, like just a bigger franchise in general. What about as Wolverine? It would be... <laughs> It would be what? well. Taron Egerton's going on interviews for that, right? Now. Yeah, and there's a lot of people. Uh, I my favorite uh, pick is the guy from uh, Letter Kenny. What's his name? Uh, oh, but I see a lot Glenn of like Howerton. Glenn Howerton <laughs> would be fun. Um, there's a lot of front runner. Twenty lists. years ago, and he Dan- would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. I keep seeing his name pop up just because he's short and I think <laughs> and he can grow sideburns. Yeah. Oh wow. But my but my whole thing like wow, I guess how far we've I come. guess that's the wow. baseline now. But my my whole thing is just like he's so he is he's Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be Harry Potter, bro. He's also Weird Al. Like I mean, yeah, he was great in that too. Yeah. But I also if someone's like if someone's like what what else is Daniel Radcliffe in? I just Harry Potter. What, he's what in else that, is the he? The Swiss in? Army man. My movie. point yeah. is weird. My he point was is farting and dead. He was cast really well as a kid. He was a good actor. He's done all these things for the last 10 years since the last one came out that he was in, you know, the good stuff. Um, and they got to get rid of David Yates. So if Chris Columbus wants to come back and do 
a legacy sequel based off of that that successful ass Broadway show. Um, is it how, is it successful? Extremely, yeah. it's yeah. always sold out. Super, it's it's so in demand. The way that they set it up was before COVID, it was a two show like story today. So if you went Monday, Tuesday, Monday was Act One, Tuesday was Act Two. If you went Wednesday, matinees Act One, the evening is Act Two. You know, then Friday, Saturday, I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, same shit, right? Um, After COVID, they cut stuff out and just made it like a three and a half hour long show. And there's like, I think like a 20 minute intermission they, they now. They pulled a Gilligan's Island. <laughs> so, but like, and people still go and sit. What they would reference. Di- <laughs> <laughs> I was in the shower the other day. Thinking just, of Gilligan? Just singing the Gilligan's Island theme song. Just like, just sit right back in your hangar tail. I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> Too much Nick at night. Yeah, a lot of but, that. Yeah, I mean, listen, if this is a thing, I'm a fan of this. We all like Hogwarts Legacy. We all want I'm more Harry Potter. I, I want it. more Harry Potter. I don't want this. I don't want more like extended time turner uh, storylines. I don't want uh, Voldemort to have a kid. Don't need that shit. What if it's good? Based on what I've heard, it's not. It can be successful. No, 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 no. We're not doing this again. I'm not saying that it's not or one way or the other. It can I'm be just, successful. I'm just saying it's kind of wild that good. you have all these opinions and you haven't seen it. That's true. That's kind of what we do on this show. Okay. Like <laughs> we speculate. Right? It's not wrong. Okay, but this isn't speculation. Like it's it's gotten rave reviews. So People that, like uh, it. Oh, well, uh, it's it's made a million dollars. So that means it's no, good. It's gotten okay. Well, first of all, I mean the the most direct thing you could say about Broadway is that if people don't like it, it doesn't make money and. Then and that shit will close. Okay, like it's not a question about that. But the other thing but is that's that the thing. No, it's gotten no, good Pat, reviews. There's going to be. It has mi- been reviewed dude, well. The Harry Potter fan base has accepted the it. Harry like it. Beast, beast, beast. <laughs> the Harry Potter fan base, beasts, beasts, The Harry Potter fan base will line up to see more Harry Potter stuff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's a mark of quality. It's just that well, people want more Harry but Potter. What about all the rave reviews? Those are fucking sweaties, bro. Okay. <laughs> Those are people who just like are just excited that there's more Harry Potter. They're Disney adults of They're Harry Disney, Potter. Yes, exactly. Those are universal adults. You fucking, you fucking sound like an angry MCU fan on the weekend that Ant-Man and Quantumania came Dude, out. well, you know are, are we not? <laughs> yes. that's, uh, again, that's what we do here, folks. Yeah. Well... What do Speaking of angry old man, Bruce Willis! <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks. Good job. Okay, so... Obviously, this is really fucking sad because he is a he did go to Montclair State, which is in New Jersey. Um, That's one of the reason it's sad. He's one of us. Uh, But also, like his whole family came together and they put out a statement saying that Bruce Willis actually has early onset dementia, which evolved from his previous condition that we spoke about. Yeah. It's also a specific type of dementia that affects the frontal lobe in his speech like pathology and patterns right. that's why he was having like issue with it right 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 uh his ability to emote i believe was the problem that he was having that's why the last like 10 movies he did he's just like a stick the entire yeah. time yeah. um but the other thing is that so are you guys familiar with like dementia like progression at all or are you like vaguely so he, this disease pattern has a 7 to 13 year um survival rate so this is a long road ahead for him and his family. We don't and even he, know how far into it. Exactly. He is at this point. And he is just going to degrade over time. And, you know, if, I mean, eventually he'll pass, but it's just going to be tough for him and his whole family. So the fact that they came out and they made this statement and he retired and they've set up all these, you know, things in his name and everything. It's just like, 
it it sucks. It sucks for his fans. It sucks yeah. for the people he's worked with. But most importantly, you know, it sucks for his kids and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's commendable too that he like he he did you know went out and did all these movies. He's like, let me bank as much money as I can because this is going to be a huge financial drain. You know, like yeah. this next part of my life, and you know, set them up for. I'm sure I'm sure they're well off. But like you know, he's diehards like, on TV every day. Yeah, bro. He's, all five, <laughs> six, seven of them. Yeah, exactly. But so, we do but, live in America with healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. stars need to even <laughs> even Bruce Willis is going to have to bankroll his They're just his like even lifestyle. Jimmy Carter was like this is too expensive yeah. just put me at home yeah I'll, I'll die without the bill take me out back <laughs> yeah really bring <laughs> bring me to my peanuts <laughs> <laughs> put me down like old yeller well anyway um just real quick we wanted to mention what some of our favorite uh Bruce Willis movies would be so um I'll start Looper Looper okay. was great. Looper is one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. Um, I wanted to go outside of like the Die Hards, Pulp Fiction, right. Unbreakable, you know, because that's all the obvious shit. Yeah. So what about you? Um, I mean, for me, Pulp Fiction obviously is great. Uh, I also wanted to bring up uh, Twelve Monkeys. I think is like Yo, a really interesting sci-fi movie good too. And uh, the what's the Rugrats Go Wild, where he voices Spike the dog. I did not. <laughs> oh, know I forgot that. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Mike? Yeah, I mean, obviously Pulp Fiction. I I do think like Unbreakable though. It's like yeah, I I love that movie, and that was a movie like growing up, like my dad really liked, so we put it on all the time, and I got to like watch it, and that was like a good Sam Jackson movie too. Just like everything about it's really cool and fun. And what do you think about uh, Glass? It's okay. I like. Did the, you like watch the, it? I, I haven't watched it yet. Oh it. my oh, okay. god! <laughs> I haven't watched it's it yet. So bad. It's so. Bad. It's not. It's not great by any like. <laughs> How about Split? Split I liked Split because of um what's his name the J James McAvoy yeah is that him yeah well like his acting in that is and on out of control really good in it too. I don't know that was in it um, um but uh Split I like Split because it it um you know it uh you got to enjoy a good movie and own the libs so you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good time all around didn't know that uh do you remember that the commercial that Bruce Willis did. I You're mean, gonna have to be about way more batteries. Specific. Pull up, just pull up YouTube Bruce Willis commercial, and you'll know it'll it'll be the first hit on there. Did you guys know that he was in Nancy Drew? The, I did not. What? This is not it. This is not. <laughs> this is <laughs> not the deep fake Bruce Willis. He also was in Over the Hedge. Was he? Yeah. Die Hard Battery commercial. This is what. I, yeah, that's what I said, Nick. The scroll, one scroll down. Scroll down. Wow. Oh, there it is. Oh. The, the Seagrams. You know what? I forgot one. The Fifth Element. Fifth Element. I have, like, that, I have that written down as well. And Sin City. <laughs> We're going to need some audio on this one. Have a fun. Am I going to claim for this? You, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Seagrams is really <laughs> yeah, I don't think too uh, litigious. Seagrams jingle. Ah! Me and the boys. <laughs> it's a uh, foreshadowing for his spike roll, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's wet and it's, it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Seagram's <laughs> wine cooler with the boys. But it's wet and it's Mike, dry. I said the fifth element as well, but also Sin City. I really like him in Sin City with all the narration. I never saw that one. He kills either. the yellow guy. It's awesome. I am Legend <laughs> Two. Got announced. I am Legend Two. Sequel to I am Legend One. So yeah, here, right. all right. 
So I just have some quick facts about it. Number one. Wait, uh, can, hit me with a drum roll, Mike. Yeah, I ain't ready for that shit. What are you talking about? Yo, if you want to engineer the show, you sit there. If not, sit here and commentate, okay? All right, all right. Do not produce from across the room, goddammit. While I'm, sorry, well, I'm no. taking fucking notes. All right, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. This man's got enough to do. Anyway. Mike, hit me with a bruh. <laughs> bruh. So, um, bruh. number one, uh, this takes place decades after the first one. Like they're they're gonna incorporate the real time. It's been since how the last long it's one. been. Uh, number two, Will's. Uh, this is gonna star Michael B. Jordan and Will Slapsmith. Um, Will, Willard Slap <laughs> Smith. We should yeah. get some of those drops. <laughs> <laughs> you see the one where Jaden Smith is like singing about his dad, and he's like, "My dad's like Willie or whatever," and it just cuts to him. Keep my name out your fucking mouth, and then it cuts back to him, and he's crying. So uh, the sequel is gonna follow the themes and ideas of the original book uh, more closely. Because that was a big criticism of the first movie. Yeah. Where they just kind of took the name and like the setting and then they just kind of did their own thing. I read the book uh, probably around sometime around 2010 or 11. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, but it it was like kind of deconstructing the vampire myth. Yeah. And it, like, it was really interesting. And the whole premise of the book is that... Will Smith is the stuff, or Will Smith, Robert Neville, is that the name of the character? Yeah, he, he goes bump in the night. He's yeah. the guy that goes bump in the night, which is like such a cool premise. And yeah. then they were like, fuck that generic zombie vampire movie. It's I very still, M. Night Shyamalan. I do, yeah, exactly. I, now, I did see the movie when it came out, and I have seen it in the years since. And I do still think it's a good movie, and Will Smith does give good a good yeah. performance in it. I think it's well written, it's well constructed, it's very much an early version of The Last of Us type of vibe. Um, and there is like cool scenes like with the whole like um the mannequins and stuff. Yep. The first time I watched the movie, I never noticed that the mannequins actually moved. Mm -hmm. Please and, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, not you, Frank. Um so then this is gonna pick up following the alternate ending of the first movie, which was much more widely accepted than the theatrical version. I've people, never seen the alternate. People, really? Yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. Let's um, go to the tape. Yeah. So I, in, in the in the actual normal version of the movie, he like is stuck in the lab or whatever, and he blows everything up, yeah. like sacrificing himself for all of these zombies and everything. The good ending. Well, Which he sacrifices this. himself so the woman and the child can get away. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. After he creates the cure. So he creates the cure, he gives it to them, they get out, and then he blows himself up. Yeah. They, is that, like, is they that a young the... Michael B. Jordan, that kid? <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that's not him. You know? So uh, in this version, I'll just go ahead and skip yeah. forward. Is oh. that so he actually cures the uh, the female um, one, like it, that's the guy's wife. Yeah, and they the vampires. I forgot they were like sentient. Yeah, the vampires pick him up and pick her up. They take her away, or they he gives her like whatever shot to like. Bring God, her back. the CGI is still pretty good. Like those eyes it looks pretty I gross. Know. The eyes are the eyes are really selling it. Actually, uh, maybe and this doesn't look too great. She's. I mean, that's okay. It's better than the mummy. The the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> no. Well, Mike, there's about seven years difference in computer. I'm just editors. saying, like that's my that's my bottom barrel. Fair enough for bald guys with big mouths in the yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, it's, 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 it is it is the watermark. You're absolutely right. Um, so yeah, instead of killing himself and everybody, 
they um he, he's like see i'm just trying to help and all that shit and they're like yeah fuck and they're you they're like buddy. we get it you're not you know we love you we love you look so how then, young he is so Damn. he survives and then the next scene is literally him in a car in the passenger seat they're driving to wherever that utopia is it's gonna pick the, up the from QZ, that basically. because the movie came out and the biggest criticism was everybody hated the ending so when they put the dvd out they actually tacked the alternate ending onto it now on streaming not services. even like a special feature it's no, just it's just, just on, like it just if plays you go, there's i can't there's a there's licensing rights between the two different versions of the film mm-hmm. so on one streaming service it could have one ending and on another streaming service it could have a totally different ending wild um so you're talking about they go to like a, a qz is th- was that something presented in the movie yeah she yeah. says to she says that there's a place with no infection and this is um right before the scene where Will Smith is just like, everyone you know is dead. Like, yeah. The most the most riveting scene in the whole so fucking movie. No, the, the most it, riveting is the dog scene. Yeah, the dog. That's what everybody remembers. You no, know, I don't want to hear anything oh, yeah, else. Right. Let me tell you, the, the, the end of the book was interesting because uh, Robert Neville is taken captured, uh, is captured by the vampire, the creatures and put in like a prison cell and they have a, like a society and then, you know, he's just like he's left there with his inner monologue. It's almost like the end of um, uh, Psycho, mm. you know, where it's like you're in his internal monologue. And he realize he comes to the realization that because of all the things that I've done, booby trapped the whole city and mm. shit like I'm their villain. God, just it. sitting in a prison. Yeah, cell. no, I think that's an interesting concept. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I said, I don't hate the movie. I think it's a good movie, but I do. I do. It's, I did. A deep dive on that book afterwards, and I was like, "This does sound a whole lot it's, more it, interesting." It, this is like the almost the precursor to what they did with um, uh, World War Z, where they're just like, "Everybody loves this IP. Fuck everything they love about it, and right. just make it so action well, movie for action star." So it's almost, yeah. you know, what it's almost a good thing that. Um, that movie stars are dying because we're building these vehicles around them. But Brad Pitt wasn't the reason that that movie turned out the way it Maybe did. Not. It was the cinematographer who hated the script every single the day. The cinematographer yes. fucked with the script? Every day he said he fucking hated the story and wanted it to change. It got to a point where he where they almost fired him like halfway through shooting. There's a I and like but, here's but, the deal. But was this was the script the like a version of the movie that we got no, no, or no. was it more like it the was book the the because the there's version, no way that they could have even started shooting with a script they had there is from what i understand because i have read that book or at least pieces of it. it's by max brooks right yeah. he did the zombie survival guide mm-hmm. as well right obviously it's like snapshots of how the different how the yeah. world handles a zombie right that movie had to be that way because you need a character to go to all those places to experience that. No, you don't. They go to Jerusalem. They go to fucking. You, the make, who, you make it. Like, you make it whatever, a, a like, documentary about. You make it a documentary reflecting on you know like and make it a uh, like vignettes. Yeah, but and, that's not and, an action. Movie. Yeah, but that you ain't gonna. It's sell not a an act. The, the book then. is not an action movie. Yeah, but that's you what, want a summer blockbuster. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're built. They're building a summer blockbuster. They put Brad Pitt in it. Maybe it's better that we let these these movie stars die. And just just do like a good movie. So this was the I concept art that they that they gave to um, Max Brooks when they started filming. I mean, when they when they started putting everything together, and they pitched it to him like with this saying like, "Yeah, this is how we're gonna do it. We want to incorporate all the biggest locations, but we need a point of view for the audience to travel through and discover the virus and how they beat it." Because the whole point of the movie is him seeing how every 
single city you, handles it and then he puts it all together you at can, the end. You're, you, but that's the thing. It's like that's not in the spirit of the book. And also... But that doesn't make a compelling movie then. Yeah, it, dude, it would make such an interesting story on film. Besi- besides the fact so. the zombies in the book are slow-moving classic George Romero zombies. And in the movie... They're Towers. just like They're f- the the most They're OP yeah. zombies you've ever seen. Yeah, but it's like so you're like that might not make like a summer blockbuster. Then just call it something else. Call it Brad Pitt kills zombies. I don't just don't call it World War Z because it's not World War <laughs> I, Z. I missed the discourse around when that movie came out because it was like, oh man, this is rated PG thirteen. And even Bill, even before Bill Burr did his bit on it. Um, Joe mentioned to me, he's like, it's PG 13. I was like, so what? He goes, no fucking zombie outbreak. is going to be like that. And then not a couple weeks later, Bill Burr saw the movie and did his podcast. And he was even like, he was like, they took the knees out of this in an edit. He's like, he would be like, it wouldn't be like a couple shits in one fuck and be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. All the time, you know? <laughs> so, but either way, um, I am legend too. I'm the 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 whole pendant is here is that they said that that the reason that they want to do this is that they are obsessed with the last last of us. We get to see uh, the world just post apocalyptic to twenty to thirty year lapse. How the Earth reclaims the world and what the beautiful question is as man steps away from being the primary tenant. What happens? That'll be interesting because they can bring in the elements of the book where that's, they that's what built saying, a society. Yeah. Yep. So um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna watch this. Did Michael B. Jordan or uh, did did uh, Will Smith's character have a kid that survived in the movie? He doesn't have a kid at all. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, he has a kid, no, right? I don't think they survived. He at least has in, a what? She's yeah. in one, one of them's infected. Yeah, and they get, no, don't they? Yeah. They get in the helicopter that crashes in the very Something beginning. Like that. Yeah, I mean they I think they're, so, the yeah. kid's dead. Yeah, but I mean it, Michael B. Jordan. Do we know if he's even Will Smith's like son? I assumed this? it was I, his son, right? I would assume it's not because his because no. like in the movie, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. just be somebody else. Yeah, he'd just be somebody he met when he, you know, I, I guess now in this version when he went to wherever, but yeah, you know. I, I guess I just assumed because it'd be like that'd be an interesting dynamic of him handing over the, like the mantle, like like Hollywood loves to do is hand over, you know, yeah, pass the torch. Yeah, you know, it would be cool if they made him like a killmonger that like he's now just trying to like act, like <laughs> kill all of all of like the zombies and whatnot, and then Will Smith is like, no, this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah, listen, Mike, you keep your superheroes out of my I Am Legend films, okay? <laughs> we got flash trailers for superhero movies. Okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're coming back. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Take off the audio on this because I'm not because we will clean, yeah. But I can at least <laughs> there's show one it. second of audio. So the flash yell. trailer came. This was uh this was the one that dropped during the Super Bowl. And what I mean dropped during the Super Bowl, I mean like literally they played a 30 second spot that was like, go look at the trailer online right now. <laughs> um, we did not get the licensing correct for this. <laughs> I so Nick and I watched this together for the first time. And I, I, I immediately walked away. I was like, I know why this hasn't been canceled because this looks fucking excellent. Like, I never had any doubt because it's Andy Muschietti. He's never made a bad movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, so the fact that he wrote and directed this, and it's kind of wild that it is coming out because this movie has had nine different release dates so far, and that's not an exaggeration. You know, my favorite thing about this trailer is it's not just entirely gray. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't it's feel like the Snyder fucking color. I there's actually one. Um, one moment that comes up, uh, Mike, that you brought up the color that I want to point out. 
And it means that they're at least trying to do, like, they're not being lazy about this. Like, some other fucking movies you watch this weekend. And that's what I'm saying. Yo, this right here, I, this shot right here between um, Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller. That looks flawless. You know, it's, and there's a shot flawless. in another thing we're talking about later that looks like ass. <laughs> and <laughs> it's crazy what you can do. When you go, go back to the one where they're looking at each other. To, I, I'm assuming the one on the left is like a deep fake of his face on another actor. That's what it looks like yeah. to me. Yeah. You could also just be doing like a full composite. No, because like look, his, his nose is, uh, it's got more Owen Wilson type stuff going on wow. in real life. Wow. I love this. They're, they're so Very are you guys familiar with the story that they're, let's go. Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> are you, he looks good. He He's does. in shape. He doesn't look all bloated and not he's just strung spilling out. He's, he's Dunkin not spilling <laughs> Um So are you guys familiar with what they're adapting this from? We watched it in Flash, college. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. Yo, I could not believe they're bringing back Michael Shannon Zod. I'm so fucking excited for that. He's the best part of Man of Steel. Um, yes. So the, his whole thing is he goes to a universe to save his mom. And unfortunately, when he when he changes that timeline, it it creates a world where there's no metahumans or at least the justice league has been formed and in the comic book it's thomas wayne is batman and martha wayne became the joker after mm -hmm. bruce and bruce was the one that got killed in the alleyway so gun down a kid um but in this one <laughs> but in this one as we could see uh, it's it's just regular Michael just, Keaton becomes yeah. back Batman. Yeah, which obviously for nostalgia purposes, but why does it look like his one eye is like just not filling in that? And he doesn't anymore? have a nose. This yeah. is for <laughs> me the moment when I was just like, I'm so excited because the Danny Elfman score comes mm -hmm. in. Yeah, and I was I like, I got giddy at that. I know. Moment. I just watched the founder. That and he's oh yeah. In that. He's really fucking good in that, so I'm kind of it's, hoping. It's he's... nice to see, like Keaton really has hit such a like a, like his renaissance. Yeah, everything he's been doing in the last six seven it's years, been fantastic. He also sounds really like tired and sarcastic of saying I'm Batman, like because you know that's the joke. <laughs> that's you know? the whole point. Yeah, also, this is wild. Like I get that they're pretending he's not seventy, <laughs> and they have CGI. Um, there's a shot of. Ben All of Affleck's these look Batman. so much like the Nolan Batmans to me yeah. that I'm so, so excited. A lot of people think that Christian Bale's hiding in here somewhere. That would be, so, ah, that'd that be would something be like awesome. that. Um, well, that was the cute. one thing that does disappoint me about this is that they didn't use um, uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't bring him back from the dead. Um, his name is, I think it's Eobod Thong. Ichabod Crane. Thong <laughs> or something like that. He's from the 25th century and he's reverse Flash. He's the, you know, the nemesis of Flash. But in this one, they're just using Dark Flash, I guess he's Eobard Thong. Eobard Thong, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's them recreating the incident that gave the <laughs> where Flash Ben his Franklin powers. created electricity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, created love, electricity. <laughs> I also love. I also love the fact that oh, like boy. it's still so like it, that Bat, looks cool. It's still so Batman eighty nine because like like a bat is attached to the end of it like a kite. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Cara, Cara, oh, right here. There yeah, was that the Batman, the mm -hmm. one Batman. He's wearing gray and blue, motherfuckers. 
Let's do he is it. wearing gray and blue. They're you think re- that looks like that black to me? That is 100% blue. This it's blue. Is, Look it's, at his cow. This it's is, blue black. This is, blue. this is absolutely meant. And there's a shot in the trailer, too, uh, it, where Keaton has all of his costumes out, and he also has a black and gray suit in the lineup. So they, they're establishing that Batman did have a lighter tone at some point in this universe. Um I like the twist on Superman because originally in Flashpoint, the 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 thing is that Superman actually got captured by the U.S. government and they've been hiding him uh, underneath, the, you know, in Antarctica, Area 51, Antarctica or whatever, but keeping him under red sun, like a meat light. Yeah. You know what I mean? To keep, mm. to <laughs> keep get, him warm. Yeah, to get rid of. <laughs> He's on uh, one of those oh, rotating hot dogs. <laughs> like, no, no, like where they keep the oh, hot like dogs at 7-Eleven. He's uh, just like spinning. It's like, I'm a taquito. <laughs> um... The S stands for Super Saver Value Taquito. <laughs> Sour cream for my taquito. So this is actually what he looks oh. like in because he's been kept underground for how many years? Soft. And he's yeah, yeah, he's a soft Superman. And he doesn't realize his own powers, but they go to break him out to help them. <laughs> they give Superman depression. <laughs> yeah. They go to break Superman out so they so he can help Batman and, and um the Flash. And when they get there, he just kind of flies away. They're like, <laughs> they're like, well, that was no fucking help. Wait, go to yeah. the bottom right one. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick, I don't think that's... that's I don't think that's Superman. That's officially licensed. Is, is that Charles Manson? It kind of looks it, like Charles Manson. It kind of does. Manson family Halloween, everybody. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so... He, oh, did you see that one? Wait, go back Go back to the Charles Manson one. And then scroll down on the right-hand panel. The, the middle one, middle one. Oh no no! Go, go, go back to Charles Manson, and then go to the middle. <laughs> Did they skinny him down? Oh my god! <laughs> it looks like um, who Captain America the before the Super Serum? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, so uh, what I like the twist here is that instead of Superman, it's it's Kara Zor-El, his cousin Supergirl. Um. And that would be because they did not have a definitive Superman at the time, mm-hmm. and I think this is also just a nice addition. Like we'll just have Supergirl oh, on there instead of instead of uh. We'll introduce another character that we'll th- immediately throw away. Well, I don't think they're throwing her away because they cut everything out of this movie that they're doing away with. You think and, so? Oh, it, yeah, it's been said. Um, it looks it's been so said. good. Like, it does. Yeah, yeah. Here's my. <laughs> like I here's said, my... I'd hate to inform everybody who is looking to cancel Ezra Miller. The reason that this is still coming out is because it's fucking good, and they've sunk like three hundred. You've been saying it, it for months. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I'm, I'm like that's that's like if people were like, well, how do you do? I do what's DC and this and then fucking this guy over here? It's Andy Muschietti. He can write and direct fucking movies. He's never made a bad movie. Anybody I mean, with an Italian name like that? Yeah. I don't. I, you know, like I. I I thought it was going to be good, but to me, it's just like after this, you got to get rid of Ezra, oh, right? My, yeah, yeah. You well, got to. You have to. You, you got to. We can, we can kill him. In this yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So here's a couple of big things that we already know. One, they cut out the Henry Cavill cameo. That's out. Rip. Two, they cut out the, the Gal Gadot um, uh, cameo. But that was for story purposes, not because she's gone. She's, um, she's still there. They're still working with her to, mm-hmm. to be Wonder Woman. Um, cyborg cyborg was written out actually when he Again. became a loud mouth about some he's still complaining about how he was treated like shit well I mean you know he it's fair that's how you get look I'm just the gonna movie. say this okay 
Nine out of ten times in the industry, you are gonna have to turn a blind eye to a to abusive situations. Yeah, that's how uh, that's how we got fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yep. I, listen, <laughs> I'm not saying Harvey Weinstein's not a monster, but what I am you scratch saying, my dick, I'll scratch <laughs> yours. <laughs> but what I am saying is that you got to pick your battles. <laughs> Harvey <Okay>. Weinstein <laughs> uh, getting cut out of DC. It wasn't a Harvey Weinstein situation. Though. I know. I know. But Joss Whedon, though. He just he, keeps he, walking around yelling at Walter Hamada, <laughs> and there's seemingly no evidence has come forward. That You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, he did get shafted in that movie. They really fucked him over in the original cut of that in movie. The theatrical you scratch cut, my yeah. shaft, I'll scratch <laughs> yours. Um, you know, uh, it's confirmed The Zack Snyder called James Gunn and congratulated him and everything. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. Zack Snyder seems did like you, a good guy. I didn't know that they worked together before. He wrote... James Gunn wrote Dawn of the Dead and Zack oh, Snyder yeah? directed it. Oh. Yeah, I did not know that. Not me neither. Wow. Um, so wow. like I said, Michael Shannon Zot, perfect. He was the best part about Man of Steel, at least in my opinion. So I'm glad that they're bringing him back as not, you know, he's not the the main point of contention of the film. Like the, the, it, fixing, Seems the like he's... fixing the timeline is, is the main point of the film, but he is a result of breaking the timeline. Now it's very Spider-Man like yeah. no way homie. So actually I'm glad you brought There's that up. There's quite a lot of comparisons to that that have That's come up. That's my worry for this one. I think it's, I, I had a blast seeing Spider-Man no way home. Do I think it's one of the better movies i i would say it was like it was yes. okay it was pretty good but um Answers it, yes. i had yeah. a lot of problems it made a lot of money nick so it's good that's the thing is i really enjoyed it i thought it it's was good because it's well written. can I'm, i make I'm my point shit. i'm sorry can i make my point i don't like i i had a i think there was a lot of flaws in that movie does it take away from how much fun i had watching it no do i think that they used a lot of keep your mouth shut uh they had there was a lot of plot contrivances to make it work yes I feel like this could have similar problems where they're just like, we just need to get this thing over the fucking finish line, so let's just get it done. It'll probably be a really good time. Do I think it'll be all wrapped up nicely with a perfect bow? I don't think so. That's my piece. We'll see. We'll see. I think they're fucking going for gold, and I and I real I like. I realize James Gunn, from a business standpoint, has to say that this is one of the best superhero movies. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Shazam comes out next month and he hasn't made a peep. Okay, you know, I'm just saying. He's like, hey, nobody. Is it this one? This next one? This is the uh, the the Zack Snyder verse uh, lame duck period, and we have to keep putting up a strong front. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's gonna be great. These next couple years are gonna be awesome. Blue Beetle, though he openly endorsed, and um, Aquaman, he said he said was also good. But it's Shazam that he's he's awfully quiet about. You yeah, know? It's gonna be shit. Fury of the Gods. Like, it per- looks fine. It looks well. To my- me, this is the Percy Jackson of the Harry Potter. Like it's like I just don't. What? <laughs> As in, it's kind of like you're mixing some metaphors I, here, I, Mike. I, I am. Yeah, I know. I'm, right I'm, right I'm giving everybody a stroke. <laughs> but it's like Superman, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, Shazam. It's like. What People is, are gonna go see. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. all right. I, I, I was like, when was Percy Jackson in Harry Potter? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, have that is seen, to that. Have you seen the first that. Shazam? I did. It wasn't bad. I just don't care about it. Yeah, that's the best way out of it. It was funny. Yeah. I had a good time. It, you know, um, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. No, there's a lot of people who say like. Oh, it wasn't serious enough. It was this. But no, 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 no. I feel like for what they try, like David F. Sandberg, another one who is a fantastic He's filmmaker, a real one. he yeah. made he made uh, 
that short lights out, you know, where they flip on the light and the demons there. Or right. then he he won that festival. He made the full length movie, and the full length movie is actually very good too. Um, <laughs> and then he did Shazam, and the funniest part is is that one of the like one of the most tone deaf like letterbox reviews when it came out that was like going viral on the internet. Like, look what this idiot said about this movie and everything. He wrote it himself. He trolled all of his own critics. Nice. Yeah. No. So he's like, like I said, he is a real one. All right. Like, yeah. um, I just, so I'm excited I, for the, I'm, 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 I don't want to be like Shazam. You know, it's just at this point, you're just taking it all on the chin. You know what I mean? All these superhero movies. Just, just like, just release him. Wipe the slate clean. Don't <laughs> don't bring anybody back. You've been saying that for years. Just, just <laughs> yeah, but let we, it. But we already know. But we already know that everybody but Henry Cavill is invited to stay. I really hope th- that they decide not to go for it. Like just because they're invited back doesn't mean we're actually going to wind up seeing them. Well, the, I mean, James Gunn said in that video that we all watched. He literally said he said Shazam has already has always existed in its own little corner, so it's easy for us to just bring that yeah. into the fold. So get Elseworlds, cool. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It's not El. It's no, in no, no. the. It's but, in in the main canon. No, no, no. Just make it. It's in that main canon, but no. they're starting a new main no, canon. No, 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 no. He said it in the no, video. No, no, it no. came from the man's no, no, mouth. No, Pat, I'm just saying what I want. I'm just saying what I want. This is not good Start content. From scratch. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, this looks fucking incredible. I, I never had any doubt. Let's fucking move on to some stupid ass bullshit now that we're all gonna have a fucking argument over all right <laughs> that's i mean that's the point okay welcome to press any key <laughs> yeah give so, me a vuvuzela mike <laughs> do we have that i think we do yeah oh, it's just called horn. horn horn that's horn. not a vuvuzela isn't it <laughs> shut the fuck up that is not a vuvuzela. oh yeah you're right you're right it's, it's, uh, it's, just, it's the air horn <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Oh, remember remember when Vuvuzelas were the the rage? Yeah, it was the one um, the World Cup World or something Cup for yeah. one year in high school, and everybody and then everybody got a Vuvuzela and brought it to school. Did that happen with uh, y'all? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. 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 Well, that does the thing. Someone tried to walk in with one in high school, and they immediately <laughs> security guard away. yanks it out of his hand. So, um, I want to pull up some box office numbers here, just real quick. Uh, because that's what really matters. For what? Well, what we when we're conver- we're having a conversation about a movie that just opened in wide release. Yeah, most people. Yeah, when we're having the box office. when we're having don't a get con- angry. when we're having a conversation, if a movie is good or not, I need to have a dollar amount associated. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our last fucking episode. <laughs> well, no, it'll be your two last fucking episode. I I am just who's gonna engineer the show? I'll, I'll you, teach you, you, you Nico. No, no, you said both of us. Oh, I'll okay. teach Nico. Okay. <laughs> So, um, we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And boy, this week. was it a movie. And, um, yes. So just right off the bat, uh, just want to, what everybody's, what the, what the internet is saying. And it seems to be another split decision. Um, I'm get the right now, tomatoes well, I know it there, off the yeah. top of my head. Rotten Tomatoes right now, we're sitting at a 47%, which Ooh. is the exact same score as the Eternals the, oh on the critic God. side. And on the audience side, which I put zero stock in, is at eighty four percent. They're fucking high. They are like, absolutely. This is. Off. I don't know. I mean, the the amount of Mike, copium that is being ingested on Twitter right now from Marvel fans. Who's more high, the critics or the fans? The, the fans. fans. I I. What are you? Are, <laughs> I have uh, watching, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> up, and a commercial came on. Um, well, I, I think you guys are, are both fucking dead wrong, I, but we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into it. 
Okay. Uh, so just for, for, for a little bit of, before you get into that, a little bit of the movie theater experience I had with it, the man next to me was really high, and he had passed out for like half of the movie. <laughs> like he and he enjoyed in, it. He loved it. He came in, he ate like a large popcorn, and then knocked out. <laughs> it was that was a guy who just wanted to get away so, from his family for a little so, bit. <laughs> so I have been getting into a spat with Marvel fans on Twitter, and let me just read you my last tweet to this guy who told me that um, y'all are just mad because you got ahead of your expectations. Y'all got greedy. And I said, they told us in the marketing, literally David Brassad, the producer of this movie said, quote, this is an Avengers level threat and it will have the same consequences as civil war. And I said, they set the expectation. Not only that, the screenplay was dog water. Some guy just tweeted me and goes, I got some more bad news for you. The guy who wrote this is writing the Kang Dynasty and yeah, Secret Wars. Which is not great. Which is not good. Um, because personally, while I do think that the Chapek mandates weighed this movie down some, there was nothing you could do to salvage this script, I think. I, 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 there's, I, there's no story. They tell no story. We'll get into I it. I just, we'll... I do not understand why, like, for me, I would put this on par with any of the other middle-of-the-road Marvel movies. Can you give nowhere, it, like, another nowhere example? Nowhere near as bad as Eternals. If you honestly think that, th like, this is on the same level of, of Eternals, I don't know even how to have a conversation with you. I say it's, on think the, of, it's the best of the worst, is what I say, because I think Eternals is still the worst, and then it's Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thor, Love, and, and Thunder then, is by far worse than this. And then it's this. But the thing is that Thor, Love, and Thunder, the reason why I think that movie's so awful is because it has an unfocused narrative and is tonally inconsistent. Like, they, they where, got it wrong. Whereas yeah. this has is tonally inconsistent from the start. And, on top, and even though it's more narratively focused, it somehow tells less of a story. So... I, I what do you mean by tonally inconsistent? Like where I mean I don't want to get into spoilers okay. yet. We can we but. can give no, no, like no, an let's, overview. Let, well, well, I have some non-spoiler stuff, so let's just do non-spoilers. So my whole thing is I don't think this movie told a compelling story at all. This movie has zero fucking character arcs. Nobody starts in one place and ends in another. There's no lessons learned. There's no change in dynamic. Zero. There is zero consequences for anybody. The whole movie. The performances, though, are great all around. Mm -hmm. They're as good as they could be. Standouts for me, Michelle Pfeiffer and Jonathan Majors, despite the fact Michelle Pfeiffer's character is written like a moron. Oh, my God. Um, the comedy, believe it or not, this was the... this. I think this and Thor Love and Thunder are the two movies that broke me on, on Marvel's comedy because... Mike and I went back and we watched some phase three shit like earlier. Mm -hmm. And even in some of the phase four movies, the best parts of the comedy are when they're character moments mm -hmm, and there right. are character moments in and this. And they're funny to they're get funny. like interacting with yes, each other. That's right. what makes it funny. But when there's just these stupid fucking jokes that are thrown out of nowhere, like, do you guys realize there's no choreographed action scenes in the whole movie? What about like the, where there's there in the, uh, uh, the Schrodinger's cat. Would you c consider that like a choreographed? I mean, like you're talking about actual I, fighting. Yeah, yeah. What about the scene at the bar with Bill Murray's character? Mm. I even forgot. I forgot that was even in the movie. So there was choreographed action, but not, I don't think a bit. There was. Both, no, it's, no, 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 no. Well, I'm talking like I, as as in the the action <laughs> in that is them kind of shooting guns. I went, like, I went to, I went to when they paid it when they paid attention to details like that last night, watching like li literally fast forwarding through other movies. 
and like watching the character moments, watching the action. And it's just like there was just so much more detail at this time. Um, the thing that I say about the tone is this. I'm going to see an Ant-Man movie. I've seen two of these so far. Ant-Man movies are comedy heists. They yes. were never supposed to be high stakes Avenger level shit, right? Can do you think it would be not that they did this time, but do you think it was ever an op would there ever be a, like the opportunity for it to evolve to something Well, that's more? what I'm saying. I thought this would be the one, but if that was the one why did they keep telling me how bad things were? Mm -hmm. Yet everybody had smiles on their face and they cracked jokes the entire time. And I never saw anything that, that proved devastation. That, I never saw any... Like Thanos, I point. saw throw a fucking moon at Tony Stark. I saw Thanos like take a beating from Iron Man that would kill anybody else. And he got a drop of blood. Yeah. Like I saw Thanos conquest planets. Like Kang didn't do any of that for That's me. That's hold they're on, still wait. They're still trying to hype him up. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's weird that we're in this in between phase where it's just like he's so bad. Yeah. So then, um, like I said before, ultimately I feel like the expectations that Marvel and the producer set forward was a detriment to this because a lot of people walked into this thinking it was going to be something that it totally was not. And I cannot believe coming out of my mouth, the fucking Marvel stand is sitting here about to tell you one of these post credit scenes is absolutely useless. It is absolutely pointless. It was put there to be like, make sure you check out the Disney Plus show to find out what the fuck is going on a here. Billion percent. It's like. That right there tells me. Haven't there been other pointless? Like they don't. Do, yeah. do they have to be? Does there have to be a point? Well, okay, no, well, but that one was deliberately. That one like, was deliberately like fuck you. Like you want to find out the interesting thing I feel here? Like you guys Go are to just Disney like Plus. looking for shit to no, be mad so, about. So no, I can no. I, I, I you want me you to go? You go first. You go right, first. I, I, I've talked enough. I do agree a lot with Pat. Said I think this movie had no gravitas. It like it was a movie that for the first hour. We have everybody calling him him. Like, everybody is talking about Kang. Kang They're like, Kang. him, him, him. We're doing all of these things to build up this character. And this movie, like you said, Pat, is the definition of talk, don't show. Yes. Right. Like, I, I think that's a, that's a fair that's a fair argument. I, I, I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And then I felt but like... But to, to, the, the things that don't bother me are to be like, well, they said it was going to be this big cataclysmic event before, like... Just taking the movie for what it was, removing all the expectation is it's what still I dog water. <laughs> I think take that out of take that out of it, uh, and then uh, the, like what else did we say? That that type of stuff doesn't bother the me. The consequences, the the consequences. I like for me, it was how dare I, they compare this to Civil I War? I think it's fine to have a movie that doesn't have consequences. Um, in other movies, where if it's just like, here's a little snapshot of what it's like to be Ant Man, which was like Thor and Love and Thunder was basically that. Like, yeah, that was, but that was a terrible movie. Yeah, but like <laughs> in anyway. Um, well, all right. I don't know. I'm sorry if I misdirected yeah, yeah, yeah. what you were no, saying. So there, there I, are I, some things that I did like. I, I have more. Okay, keep going. Yeah. My bad. A little bit more. So I, I took a lot of notes in this. It's just like, yeah, I felt there was no room. Like, not a lot happened, but there still wasn't room to breathe. Like if we're looking, yeah, I felt that way too. If, I feel like a lot happened, but nothing went on or like, you know what yeah, I mean? In, like in the concept of we're introduced to this brand new massive expansive world that like we've never been in before. 
I wanted like some type like of Avatar Pandora esque, mm-hmm. like you know, everything felt so boxed of what was on the screen. It didn't feel like a big exa- like existing thing. I was really impressed by the like world building and the characters. I like that for me was the standout of the movie was I like all the weird, quirky people that we met. I would have liked to have more of that. That's fair, but like I wouldn't say like it was done poorly. I, I think it was just very limited. I like and what I really, really the the biggest problem I had with this movie was Michelle Pfeiffer is it's a movie about her. Right. Essentially. Like it's about her past, it's about this, it's about that. Yet she barely has any screen time. For half of the movie, she's like, I don't have time to tell you what's going on. And then they're in a different location. I can't tell you what's going on. Different location. I can't tell you what's going on. And then in the basement before everything starts, she's like, Why didn't you ask me about this world? And it's just like I was it's like, what so, are you doing? That's a it's, great point. It's so annoying. There's also like... For her being the like the linchpin of this entire film and like what is the causing Kang to not be Kang in this instance, which is mm-hmm. not spoiling anything. Um, she's such a wasted, she's horrible so character. She's so underserved. And it's, it's a shame because she's bringing her A-game the entire time. Um, so I just pulled this up real quick. So it's not like these movies have not been well received beforehand. I don't know what you guys think of of Ant Man, but what I was saying before is that they're supposed to be smaller scale, lighthearted, no pun intended, com- yeah, <laughs> comedy heist movies. That's what it's supposed to be. I feel like I really I've enjoyed the Ant Man movies, but I hear so many people talk shit about the first two, and I don't understand. I don't the understand hate why them. either. Because I think non- Ant Man and the Wasp was like a genuinely a hilarious comedy that was yeah. Put, yeah. like. And it came out after Endgame, so it was, I mean, not after Endgame, after Infinity War, so it was the palate cleanser, you know what I mean? Like, and here's the thing, these movies have stupid shit in them, you know, the the tank on the key ring uh, in Mm -hmm. the first one, but remember, you, although your size shrinks, you retain your mass, so like, how would you be able to carry that, carry that around? Or in the second one, where his whole fucking office building shrinks into a little roll-around suitcase, and when they bring it back up, all the plumbing and electricity works somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this it's all internal. Not, but that's the thing, is that like... It's you, fine because it's yeah, funny. Yeah, exactly. And you've subscribed to this idea that this movie is out of its mind hilarious. This movie, they, they set you up to be like, this is going to be fucking serious, bro. This is going to fucking kick you in the balls and you're going to cough them up. And it just never delivers a single emotional punch the entire movie. Like Ant-Man and the Wasp had an extremely compelling villain. And Wally Goggins was in it too, so that helps. Oh, where the fuck is Michael Pena and the three wombats? He's the the recap scenes are the best scenes in those movies. And And here's the other thing too. Had this been like a brand new entry in the MCU like The Eternals... I wouldn't. I. I mean, like, listen. I think the Eternals is worse, but I'm not as hard on the on the as the Eternals because there was no expectation set. This is the third in a in a trilogy that has an established tone and characters, and I feel like they sacrificed the tone and half the cast that made these movies work to try and shoehorn in a fucking village a villain origin. Which, if you've seen the movie by the end, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, like. And that's my that's the biggest gripe with this movie is that ultimately in in this interconnected big universe thing, they try to set up this giant villain for phase five to finish out. I mean, they, they, and it just doesn't come they together. They did the exact same thing that the Loki series did, where we're talking about this guy the whole time and then 
Yep. Uh, he like he's dispatched at exactly. the end, at the end of it. Yeah. Exactly. What so I, what I did keep going, yeah, what I what I did love acting in this movie fantastic aside from one or two little like I didn't like Cassie's acting. I really wasn't a big I thought she was fine. She I thought she was she had okay. none to work with. Yeah, though. but that's yeah. that's the thing is where like all the acting and all of the interactions between characters really was like what gave me this. Jonathan Majors <laughs> was fantastic. He's great. I told Pat the other day he was one of my least favorite performances in the whole thing. Interesting. I thought he was like hit. Well, actually, um, who is um the dad? What's his name? Um, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas was out of this world good in this movie he was very funny he was like anytime he was in the scenes like i was just caring about him his character is kind of janky kind of fun kind of stupid and i was like that took from the old ant-mans that was what worked that was really good so i think you know i just think any they didn't have anything to work with like you said because the performance was good yeah just all of everything that they were performing was ass it's just like like i said i went back and i watched some some of the scenes from like the older films I watch watch most of the Ant Man movie I watched some stuff for Ant Man and the Wasp and I just feel like there was no time or give there was no character moments there was no like there's there's like in the first Ant Man there's a break in the montage where Scott is bandaging himself up and Hope like sees that he's like ripped and she starts to like fawn over him and then she catches herself like wait he's a fucking criminal like I don't you know what I mean like little things like that. That build up to these moments. So when, so when Scott and um, Hope kiss at the end of the movie or whatever, um, it makes sense because there's We've these little the build up. Do you know what I mean? Right. Whereas this, there was no build up for any of the scenes. It was just scene, and then they move to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Also, there's really weird editing. You know what I mean? Like I, there's I was shit gonna... going on with like. Like if you're cutting in between two scenes, normally that means these two things are happening at the same time, right? There's a scene in this movie where our he- where one set of heroes is flying on this thing that they a man array. I I can't even what a weird way to fucking do that scene. And our other set of heroes it's are weird captured, because we're in the fucking are, are quantum captured realm. are captured by a bunch of locals who, by the way, are just useless. Wait, wait, fire. wait, <laughs> hold on. Let me before you continue. I thought it was so funny that those people captured the heroes brought them to where they are and then immediately that one standout character was like you need to leave because you're putting us in danger it's like motherfucker you captured yes. us like what was the point that well, that was terrible writing the, so, so much of the movie is, is that, that. Yeah. Like, so while this scene is happening while it's like they're like you know drink the ooze drink the ooze right and they go to drink the ooze it cuts back to this scene where they're flying through the city and they go to where they got to go and then it cuts back right to that moment, right before they drink the use. It's like, okay, but you're telling the that audience right now time. that these things are going on at the same time, but your editing is not reflecting that at all because they should have already drank that then. Like, what were they doing for 10 minutes? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just weird, you know? It's just, that's not how good editing works. You know what I mean? I That sequence stood out to me the most. Is just like, holy shit, man. I they did not care. That, that's a little, like, yes, that's a little bit nitpicky to me. The biggest problem I had, I guess, with, like, the editing and, like, technical elements of this movie was it really, like, there was no practical effect at all. Not a single one. At, like, this movie, and I understand with COVID, I understand with everything where, they, you know, you have to be in front of big stages and blue screens and shit like that. Can't have that many actors Can't in, have in that. the frame anymore. Like Everything in this movie felt like two people were standing on a big old stage and they did not, like, blend with any of the environment. also a fucking eyesore. 
until they get to the darker tones. Uh, that the really the enjoyed movie, all the no, world. As the soon movies, as they get to the quantum realm, I thought all of the visuals were really interesting and fun to look at. I and nothing it felt, felt like, expansive. It felt like early to me. It felt like the same way I felt when you look at the scenes in early Star Wars movie, movies when you're traveling between different locations and it's just like people like walking around corridors and you're seeing all these different so, you know like walks of life that's what this felt the like other I did write had, it felt like it was a weird Star Wars movie like a yeah. discount Star Wars movie. you guys yeah. also aren't the only people with that opinion it, a lot of people said that so this was another thing I had an issue with was in my theater Anytime it got to any of these darker Some scenes, jackass was taking pictures. <laughs> um, the fucking lights from the floor were glaring on the screen. So That's it's not, this, washing this has nothing out. To do with the movie. I get that it has nothing to do with the movie, but I'm pointing out my theater experience right now. And still, these fucking monkeys clapped at shit like, like <laughs> at the end of the movie and got all excited for the... It's just like, no, no, you're the fucking problem. You are consume next product, people. That's what you are. No, no, no. If you tell Disney that this is good, they will continue to put shit out like this and you will run this fucking franchise into the ground. This is the first one that has truly broken me. So I'm sorry. To me, I still like... I think it's fair to be critical of this movie. Do I think it was great? No. Did I have a good time? And did I think it was pretty par for the course for Marvel? I think so. I would say, like, it belongs in this. Like, I, I have a list of belongs all, in a museum. <laughs> belong, uh, all of the Marvel movies. So I'm going through, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name the ones that I think it's at least on par with. Um, Incredible Hulk is on here, but I'm not gonna really include that because it's kind of different. Uh, Thor 1, I would put this on the same par as Thor 1. I thought it was very, like, there, nothing. I don't remember anything about that movie. While you do I, this, I'm, I, I'm just going to... Okay. I'm just going to pull... Just because we're, we're, we're just... We're seeing. I didn't find any of the characters really compelling. I didn't find it fun or interesting. It was just like, here's a setup for this character. Um, now we're moving into Phase 2. Thor the Dark World, I would say this is better than Thor the Dark World. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, on par... With Age of Ultron, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe Doctor Strange one. Uh, Hold up a second. You think that Age of Ultron is on par with this movie? I would put it in the same ballpark, within five to ten percentage points. I, mm -mm. I'm sorry, Nick, I, I you're out of your I'm mind sorry. on that one. That is so not. I just keep keep going. So keep we'll, going. yeah, no, we'll go no, on. Keep going. So uh, Phase Three, uh, very strong showing. So I don't think anything on in Phase Three really deserves to be on the same playing field here. Um, Not even maybe uh, Captain Marvel would be like within five to ten percentage points. Um, then we're now we're moving into Phase Four. Black Widow, I would say, is worse than this. Uh, Shang Chi, I would put in the same ballpark as this. <laughs> Eternals is worse than this. Uh, Eternals absolutely yeah, is worse. Eternals <laughs> is definitely worse than this. There's, Give there's, me so that one. We can all agree on that. Uh, and then, so now we're moving on to uh, Multiverse of Madness. I feel like a lot of people didn't like, but I, I, I liked it. So that could be argued. But all I'm saying is, there's th this is like on par with plenty of movies throughout the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, in I, my sorry, eyes. I heavily disagree with you. I think that is. If you think that this is that all those movies are on par with that, I you to gotta rewatch them. To say that this is on par with Eternals is fucking garbage. I don't think to say it's that on. this is worse than Thor: Love and Thunder. You're out of your fucking mind. I don't think it's, it's worse than those movies, but I would absolutely put them in the same camp. I would say it's equal to Thor: Love and Thunder. In yeah, like I, I think you're quality. you're fucking you're wrong. And Eternals is obviously <laughs> worse because because it was like 
a, a complete miscalculation. Whereas this uh, this movie might have flaws, but it's not a complete misfire. This, no, move, it, this it, movie is a misfire to me because they did not for this. This is the like yeah my stake in the ground of Marvel stopped writing stories and is just doing something to progress to the next movie. Right. There is nothing That's, in this that this serves as a car from A to B. This that very much threw out the philosophy of one movie at a time. Yes. I feel like. So just real quick, box office numbers. This is just stuff that we know from up till today because it's technically still, since it's a holiday weekend, they'll, they'll count tomorrow as the opening weekend too. Um, domestic so far, it's made $120 million, which is fucking wild. I mean, um, again, it's like people like Ant-Man, um, they're going to just go, it doesn't matter well, that's what the thing anybody is that, says but about that's the it. Thing is they're the just going to go. The Ant-Man movies... Are specifically have the lowest debut since like The Incredible Hulk. So these movies don't I always, do, I don't understand don't always that. pull in that. Yeah. that it's like that. what you said. People have a stigma against Ant Man for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm just, not he for just this Ant Man. He just wasn't that. He just wasn't. But it's that Paul popular. Rudd. Everybody loves Paul Rudd. Um, I know. Internationally, two hundred thirty nine million. Not bad. Uh, worldwide, so far, they've made three hundred fifty seven million. So. I mean, listen. If it, if it, anything, it's gonna break even. So, like, it, it, once again, this is not tanking the franchise. And like, there are so many goddamn people on the internet who are who like. So, I want to do spoilers so bad, but there's one last thing I want to. I, I, I also want to bring get up back a non-spoiler. I also have a point. <laughs> is that number one? Is that the dynamic between Scott and Cassie is actually very sweet at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, um, there's one scene. Uh, that takes place in the probability, mm-hmm. and the reason that um, Ant Man or Scott overcomes that struggle, I thought was absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason for it being genius is because they actually had to figure out how to get him out of this problem. Not somebody shoots from over here or somebody else comes in like. Yes. That was actually genius because they had to write. Yeah, something. and it was a good, it was, it, it was, was a, a character, character moment. moment. Yep. Like it was the character moving the story, you know, like which is the best type of writing. Yes. So, but that's all my spiel on non spoiler. Everything else I'd have to get into spoilers for because we haven't even mentioned Modok yet. <laughs> I just want to say real quick, we talked about performances, and as you said, you enjoy Jonathan Majors. And he was the one of the things that I was most anticipating in this movie because I'm like He's he's like our next big Hollywood star, whether or not there is, uh, you know, movie stars anymore. It's like him and Yaya are neck and neck right he, now. Like I think I think he's really gonna be just having a, a string of hits going forward. So I was very excited for him. And then to me, his whole thing felt like that kid in acting class who is doing like a James Bond villain and like. It, he's just this. This is my character. Has this voice? I was like, not intimidated at all. Like the way that we felt with Thanos. Like had Thanos had real gravitas and had uh, intention and like years and years of suffering behind his words. And Jonathan Majors is just doing a silly voice. Well, See, I. You go ahead. I was gonna say. I think if they had written it well and set it up and showed the things. You would get like a weird kind of like almost horror esque like subversion mm-hmm. from it because it's kind of like he's like not a essentially physically threatening big purple man. He's a sociopath. It's a sociopath like because he's a scientist. The whole thing is where it kind of it comes from is like, you know, I like we they really didn't see any science. No, they didn't see any <laughs> science. And it could have been like you saw all of this 
atrocities that he commits, but he's kind of almost like reserved. So you get like you, they they could have done a lot. Again, of it's it's like I get what you're saying, but it it, it felt like I think rather than him rather than him doing way. a character like his idea of doing that character was just to talk a little funny. I kind of feel like I get that. that people need to stop comparing Kang and Thanos because they're not on the same level. It, it, he's just it. a good reference point. I get he's a good reference point, but the thing is is that I get that they're trying to spread Kang to be a little bit more of it like where Thanos like he was in the fucking <sighs> armchair. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was in the armchair in Guardians, so he showed up there. He smiled at the end of Avengers. He you know, he or you know, fine, I'll do it myself at the end of fucking uh <laughs> He did some fisting. <laughs> well he grabbed, he puts his hand in the glove. Uh, which doesn't make this euphemism any better. Um but um Hey, I just got callbacks. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Um to the new Ant-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's my deal with this. I um I mean, my whole thing with um with Thanos is that Infinity War, the genius of Infinity War is that since we had known our characters for so long at that point, they're like, let's just make this a Thanos movie and drape our characters around it. You know what I mean? That's the genius of why Thanos worked. Because ultimately, they gave him a starting point, an arc, and an ending point. You know, he completed his mission. What did he, he have to He went to go lose? live on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> what did he have to lose to do it? Everything. His daughter. You know, very compelling shit. Um, <laughs> but did he farm. have a funny but, voice? But <laughs> Fine. Kang, on the I'll other hand, Kang, on the other hand, is presented like a phase three villain, but he's written like a phase two villain. He's just so underdeveloped. This guy is in the weeds okay? over here. Like he's, he's a sweaty. Super underdeveloped. Like this just yeah. does, doesn't have anything compelling going on. But that doesn't, to me, doesn't excuse the acting at, choice. The acting made. choice, exactly. I think, I yeah, I think if if he had done that, like I said, that same acting choice with a different script, I think it, it might worked. have worked. But I think uh, having having read this and reacted to it, yeah, he probably could have done differently. Yeah, I wanted James Gunn to do this movie. He been. should have done this. It movie. would have been fantastic, I think, because you would have had who, like who some of the Peyton Reed. You would have had some of the, he did the like first two as well. You know, darker comedy tones. You would have had the weirder characters in the world and building like that. I think it would have been. Oh God, that's all I was thinking when I was watching this is how much better this would be. <laughs> <laughs> how much better this would be if this was a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and but be, like for what James Gunn, how he would approach it, yeah. and I think how he would write it, how he would structure it, and everything like that. Cause he he's weird, like you know he yeah. likes doing weird shit, and this is a weird movie. My worry, with some comedy. I'm worried about that. that. Him being the weird guy is. I just hope he doesn't pigeonhole himself into just like, well, everything's got to be like over the top, weird and goofy. Like I don't. I want him to temper that. Well, I think I think he definitely Which is tempered weird that. because I feel like this movie out of all of the Ant-Man movies was the one to try and be weird and goofy the yeah. most. And it just I'm, didn't we're saying James landing. Gunn. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think he tempered that like with the even like emotional elements in Peacekeeper or whatever. Su and yeah, Suicide, and Squad. Even Suicide like, Squad too. like he he still does grounding when you're mm -hmm. fighting a goddamn giant starfish. Like there's Dude, still all those scenes with Danielle, Danielle Melchior when she's rat catcher, like mm -hmm. her dad's the fucking heroin addict and shit. And like, she sees it through a different lens cause she was so young. Like that's, that was really fucking sad. I wasn't expecting that in that movie, but it also made me like that character more, you know, Yeah. which I feel like that's what James, I mean, like I saw the trailer for guardians three when, when yeah. I was sitting, I was like, man, that one's going to be a fucking wallop. Like that's a wallop. That's going to hurt. A wallop. All right. Uh, so, out of 10. 
Oh, are we already? Yeah, out of ten. Nick? You guys go first. Go ahead, Pat. I I'd give it like a six. Like I I I sat there and there are some cool moments. There's some things I chuckled at. There's one actually really funny joke that I liked. Um and I know which one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. And um the dynamics between Cassie and Scott was what carried me through at certain points. What do you like, do? That's, what do you do? like that's that's <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> scratching my nose. All it came to be. Well, uh, and um, and I thought that one sequence was cool. Everything else was just fucking dog shit, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and but even then, like this is this this doesn't this is not deserving of like a fucking three, four, or five. You know, this is like a solid. That's six. all. That's all I'm saying. Like, like. Yeah. No, I mean, Nick, you're trying to say that this no, movie is just as good as Avengers Ultron, and that is just wrong. No, like, that's not what I said. It's just I'd say incorrect. I, I put it in the same ballpark. Which is wild. But go on, Mike. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I give it a five. I think this was a really, really ambitious movie that did not deliver on ambition. It was vicious, all right. Like, it was big vicious. It was big vicious. Big um, vicious. All right, Nick. But there were, like, yeah, to the point, yeah, there were, like, the acting really saved it for me. There were a couple moments that, like... It's pretty much all of the actors like that. Again, to my point of like when they're doing so well with that, it's clearly the other elements of the film that are taking right. away from it. Dude, Paul Rudd is the best at what he does. He's never He's gonna so turn good. in a bad one. He's so what good. Oh, and then Ruben Rabasa is the Ruben Rabasa. Ruben Rabasa. Yeah, we love you, Spider Man. Uh, okay. Um, oh, sorry. You like the bug man? I might have missed that part because. They kept the lights on in our theater for the first 10 minutes. So me and three other guys walked out there and told them they had to turn it off. And when we came back in, people clapped for us. So. They were clapping for Ruben so, Robasa. They were clapping uh, for Ruben. What Which he uses dude, his name. Like, yeah. Dude, I, I went. Oh, thanks, Ruben. I, I, That's I, right. Yeah. I went to the movie with Ryan Kassir. And he's he's a, I think you should leave fan. He didn't know that Ruben was going to be in the movie. So as soon as he came on screen, Ryan was like like froze he was like did you know did you know he was gonna be in this um oh, i love it so um don't put words in my mouth do i do keep I, my name yeah do i do I, am i saying that this is like top tier marvel no do i think it's like par for the i do it like it's pretty average i would give it a six to a six and a half which is exactly what you gave it a six um, I you think just, that's, you that's just fair. Liked parts of what I what I'm saying is like yeah. I think the visual the visuals the character design the world building of the quantum realm super good. The acting I I, I liked a lot of the acting the performances was the story great. No, was it god awful? Not really. It was you know it was sloppy. I, sloppy. I, I, I said aggressively mid, and I stand by aggressively yeah. mid. But do I think it deserves a 47? Does it do. deserve to be down with the Eternals? Absolutely I, not. If I'm giving it that's a 5 out of 10, garbage. that's 3% of area. I think I'd give it a 6.5. Okay, right, so cool. somewhere around a 6 out of 10 is what this yeah. podcast would give what it. Right. Which is so, fair. So, um, let's so let's do spoilers. I'm, let's just start with Modoc. What the fuck happened? What happened? Well, you see after the last movie when he got shrunk down. No, no. I mean, like, listen, that's... Uh, they spent so much time on explaining him. Yeah, a lot of time. Well, okay, so are you guys familiar with MODOK from the comics at all? I watched the first episode of the TV show. Oh, the one with Pat and yeah. Oswald. Yeah. Um, so Modoc is actually he's more he's regularly like a Captain America villain, and that's because 
he works for AIM, which is a rival corporation to Stark uh, Industries. AOL Instant Messenger. That's right. Nice. Um, and <laughs> nice. And nice. So the, the, the deal with him is that he invents this technology that makes him super smart, but unfortunately that grows his head to like an impossible proportion. Right, I thought it was like a mega mind. Kind right, of thing. that's exactly what it is. Because as you can see here, he was the main villain in the Avengers video game, and they did him better than fucking than the MCU did. So um, our whole um, my whole thing was just that like, why did you waste? him he's a legendary character in the, in, in in the marvel universe like he's just fucking you can't you can't promise modok again now and act us to get like to get excited Dude, you like, just can't. it's gonna be like the whole fucking uh the the uh, Mandarin, Mandarin all Mandarin. over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't forget about the, like. Don't think about him. Yeah. To me, the reason they chose to put him in this movie, they're like, Modok is just a ridiculous concept. How do we make it work? Oh, it works. The quantum realm. That'll be a weird. Throw him in there because we're not going to make him work as a regular villain in the I, regular I, MCU. I completely I agree. Like I, he's not a big enough villain to be a villain. If we're doing what? what well, are you no, 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 no. Right now, no, no, <laughs> no. Modok going to turn is into a, a fucking legendary villain in Marvel comics. They. I watched this movie and I was like, how did they waste someone with his high of a profile? They fucking wasted him. It's not even like, oh, they had to do something for the movie to, to, to fly. No. Yes. You know what? No. They, no they, they, they did it as they approached it as, yes, we have to do something for the movie. Yes. Is the problem. And it's just like, first of all, Darren Cross should be fucking dead. Okay. He <laughs> yeah. should, okay. He yeah, should he's be a fucking dick. dead. <laughs> no, he's that not one. a dick. I don't know how to not be okay. a dick. That's, he's, no, no. Modok should shouldn't even be in this fucking the multiverse saga. They should be he should be the big bad or one of the big bads because he's up there with like Doctor Doom and shit going forward. You know what I mean? And like I said, he's primarily a Captain America villain. And by that I mean he just fought Captain America the most out of anybody. Like one on one. Intricate, intricate, like to the Marvel to the MCU. And the reason why they can't really take him down is because he's so politically, you know, tied to um higher governments and also like all of his corporate backing his multiple millions of dollars same reason why you can't just walk into Stark Tower and shoot Tony Stark you know it just it ain't gonna go over well um you could <laughs> uh, I mean and, fucking uh, and, Killmonger did it in the, in the what if yeah. now here's the thing I can forgive I can forgive Modoc's <laughs> design. George Lopez didn't so actually it, look like that. Yeah. Did you see the one where it's it's fucking uh, Ant Man and Evangeline Lily look like fucking yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the two spy so, kids. The spy yeah. kids, not Shark So Boy like this is this is Corey Stoll's hey. Modoc, and like I said, this would have been fine had they characterized him correctly, and they just didn't. They just did not. Right. And, it's just, it's fucking weird. Like, I get how they were trying to approach it and do it with, like, we're bringing him back because we knew who he was and he yeah. was a villain before. Um, and they're trying to add weight to it with that. But his entire character is such a fucking joke and is bad, to your point. Yeah, it's like, he's like, I'm, a, you know, the, the machine of killing things. And, and he never kills and a he single thing. He doesn't kill a single he's, thing. He's yeah. the first 
one of these villains I've ever looked at, and I was like, that is fucking ugly to look like. He's well, like, I mean, to be fair, the character in the comics is I get, ugly. I get, too. Well, yeah, he's like ugly, nasty, but he looks cool. Like, like yeah, like, no. like Joker like, ugly. Like Joe, yeah, exactly. That's the that's the same. That's actually the same lane I would put him in. Like he's cool to look at. This is just like hard to look at. Makes me want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I did like how he was like the big bad for Cassie though. Like that was her mm-hmm. guy to defeat. Sub villain. Um, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny when he's like, Darren, Darren, Modoc, and like yeah. he answered him. Um, and like to <laughs> to Modoc's credit. He's the only character that has an arc in the movie. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There, there you go. He we is redeemed, and and he throws up on himself. And <laughs> I, I died like, Avenger. <laughs> that I love when Paul Rose like, yep, like, yeah, yep you're yep, in, yep, you're, you're in, you made it. Like that was really funny. Yeah. Does that um, mean is he going to be on like all the lists now of like Avengers? He's canonically an Avenger. <laughs> um, yeah. Either way, though, he's. Man, fucking what a waste, though. What a fucking waste. And like, it's just, it's just, such, it's you. I, I will not do the Mandarin shit again. You, you spent. You know Modoc. what it's gonna be? Uh, uh, there's gonna be somebody's gonna find the technology of this Modoc and give it to somebody else. Oh, they're gonna just like find his body and yeah, find yeah. the suit and shit. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, dude, Modoc. I was. I watched this. I watched that movie, and I literally said to Liz, "I was like, what? What? What were they thinking?" How did how did this get past initial concept? You know what I mean. Um, Somebody at Marvel did the artwork and was well, like, "Here's Kevin- a big giant fucking head," <laughs> and they were like, "Well, we got to. St- he's in the comic books, so now we got to stick him in the movies." Well, that's the thing is that like I, <laughs> I get I say here all the time MCU in name only. You know what I mean? They borrow yeah. in name only. They borrow just themes and ideas. But th- this was not one that also, you Modoc in is a name dumb only. Name like, too. like it's a weird character design and a dumb name. Also, what? it's what mobile. What is it? Mobile organism designed for only what, for killing. Only for killing. <laughs> Mofok. <laughs> yeah. Um, mental. Mental. Or, organism. No, there's a there's a bunch. They they, the, they, yeah, change, they change his name throughout the years. Depending on yeah. what they needed. But he's um, but yeah, I just I when they fucking took that mask off, I was like, oh my god, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> um, another thing I wrote down was Janet holding back the information about Kang the entire time. So shit, that's so stupid. That yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. I if I was Michael Douglas, I would have pulled that car around and been like. You better fucking tell us what's going on here, because really, we're all gonna die. I like, really wanted uh, Jonathan Majors and a and a f- fucking Michelle Pfeiffer sex scene. I know. I really wanted that. I, told, like, I there was a couple jokes about that before the movie came out about how like she's like never go down there, and people were like, yeah, dude, she had a boyfriend down there that they don't want her to know about. And I mean, she, she did. She did. Which talk about a wasted actor. The wor- I thought he was like, great. The most pointless scene. The- you didn't even need that scene. You didn't. I thought it was fine. Like it served its the purpose. The perfect of vehicle like- for Bill Murray. Yes, that's all you need. That was for. it. I mean, it was useless, but it was fine. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna nitpick that. Speaking his, of useless- his rivalry with fucking uh, Michael Douglas, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Speaking of useless, Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly's characters, they could have just been taken out, and nothing would have changed. But what about zero would have changed? They're my ants. <laughs> I, 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 it really I, sounds like it. that was good. I <laughs> loved you. his. I loved his. I loved Michael Douglas's. Character. He was he was one of the, the I better not, performances. Not, not just from the sense of his acting and everything, but from like it kind of felt like you know it was like he's the guy that did all this shit. Like you know that's where everything kind of comes from almost. So it like it makes a little bit of sense to have it redeemed because like 
Scott is not a, to me, is not a superhero. I <laughs> he's, I, a, he's a guy who fell ass backwards into being a superhero. Right, and doesn't I, have any powers. I like, couldn't figure out what the deal was with the ants because the ants, the ants, like, have lived a thousand lifetimes. Oh, that, was funny, right? that was right? funny. And, like, that's the thing is, like, my okay, ass. so we're doing time dilation again, right? Why is it just affect the ants and not everybody else? Because though? they flew to a different part of the quantum realm. They just or, fell yeah. in the wrong part. Yeah, it's it's very much tidy writing. Like, it it, it yeah. I mean, dude, stupid. this shit happens in Marvel movies all the time. Yeah, that that's that's a little nitpick. You guys, the biggest Marvel movie of all time was linchpinned on the fact that all of the quantum realm did time dilation. Dude, remember we jump in one side. We go, we go in at one side and then we exit on another and we're in a different part of time. And then even before that, Scott was in the fucking was in the quantum realm for five hours and it didn't matter what party was in. And then five years went by. Well, you can't like, you can't do that's that. What I'm saying you like, can't. You're not going to be able to like mess with the quantum realms time jump if Kang can be like, I can give you all the time you want. Yeah, and like, that it's is just like you're that's right. The, and that's my point is that like this was stupid from the get go to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the second thing. Yeah. Is that as far as Kang's offer to Scott, I wasn't compelled by it because I always knew Kang was a cocksucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Had That's why they movie, call him Kang the cocksucker. <laughs> had, had they done that shit where they were like, they built him up, they built him up, and then Scott met him and maybe like Kang. Seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah, he's all, like, well, I'll do that, you know, whatever. And then he's he, like, I had to make you a really promising offer. Yeah, because remember at the end of the at the end of the final Seems normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end of the final action scene, Scott is just spouting off some shit about Kang not keeping his word. It's like this guy never proved he was trustworthy. Yeah. yeah. And why would this matter? Because it never came up before. It's just they had to right. write something. Also, you know Scott, I mean? you're like, lying felon yeah. yeah exactly what are you talking about your word is your bond the, the one thing i want to bring up though is like you're getting all like you know sweaty about the time dilation and why what about the ants why were you know like you do realize that like fucking uh, uh the last spider-man movie was like oops uh dr strange did a spell that brought all these other guys randomly to this universe they weren't random Random. It's oh, oh, just because they know the true identity of Spider-Man, except for fucking Venom. Who? Oh, oops, he's here too. Well, that dude, well, it's oops, totally berries. It's plot contrivance. It's not a plot contrivance. Yes, it is. No, because I also don't agree with the fact that Doctor Strange didn't know what he was doing. Doctor Strange is an arrogant piece of shit up until the end of Multiverse of Madness. Okay, he absolutely could believe he could wipe everybody's yes. memory of Spider-Man I, I without with having any issue at all. He's he a absolutely god in his brain. could. Yeah. Then Absolutely. why didn't he just restart the spell? Why didn't because he stop a, what he's because doing? Because that would admit he's wrong. Yeah. That would make him be like, oh, I fucked up. I, I think it's And do little... you see how fucking mad he got when he was like, you didn't even plead your case? Because he wouldn't even think that someone that he worked with to save the world stupid? would be so fucking stupid to be yeah, like, I'll just ask Doctor yeah. Strange to reset everyone's brains. Um, okay. Kang's death. Fucking, they they literally like. Well, we paired up the most powerful guy in the universe <laughs> with, that, with the least guy, powered guy, with the guy that can't fight. Fucking, what are we gonna do? Thank you, dude. That was the like. I was like, if he's flipping people around in their cells and doing like you know, and well, like, his suit's broken. I I I get that, but like, it's not broken when he's trying to take off. Like when they're when he when they're trying to take off the whole big um. You know, like get out of there. Yeah, and then, and then it crashes like, down and his suit yeah. breaks. Yeah, I get that. Why wasn't he just like, pew, and like just blew Scott up? 
while he's running as a giant man. That's a good point. Like there was so much of that, like because there was that big giant sphere around I, it. I guess so. There was just so much of that shit that I was like, Kang is an all powerful man. He got yeah. carried away by ants until until yeah. <laughs> what are we saying? They're my ants. Okay, like <laughs> he's all powerful until the ants come. <laughs> okay, literally like. I, I was watching the ants like break. a family party. You're all powerful till the ants show up. <laughs> the, the, They'll the, put you in your fucking place. The ants break through <laughs> the walls of the city and they start overtaking and they're tearing apart all the well, villains. They're futuristic ants. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. built their own society. Uh, They've uh, lived a thousand, thousand years. Thousand, thousand, yeah, uh, over here, over here, where time dilation exists, but it's still and close. Then they came enough, over it's here. Still close <laughs> enough for them yeah. to get over here. Yeah, the like, it's fucking stupid. Like, after they they see the big ass city that they build somebody just coughs and then they get thrown back yeah, into the time you know what like, it was you know what it was they built a multiversal travel <laughs> they're so far advanced wait is that what they maybe i don't know i'm making i'm making this up no now. They, built, they built multiversal travel to get back to michael douglas cause because they love him because they're my aunts <laughs> they sh- dude it's fucking oh my god so Fucking stupid. I, I I know we're do like we're doing a lot of like nitpicky kind of show, but like a lot of it is you know the sum of the parts. Nah, basically. dude, this is this is this is not nitpicky stuff. This would, nitpicky would be like, well, you know, I didn't really like the fact that Cassie just kind of had a suit. You know what I mean? That would be nitpicky. That doesn't bother me. They also you know what they, I mean? Cass. I did not like Cassie's character. I did. I thought they just made her a pissy teenager when in the other movies she's a lot of fun. Have, what other? What, what, no, no, no. Or like, you mean when she's just a side? You mean when key? she's like eight, a child? Well, yeah, like as, like because she's goofy and like Paul Rudd in those movies, and <laughs> and now she's grown up, Mike. And, well, now that's she's why like, she's pissy because Paul Rudd was in the quantum realm for five years. Yeah, but not Janet. She's gonna have to work all the fucking magic she wants to do the same stuff that Janet was doing. She was. Did they, what happened to that? Did they get snapped? What the Hank Pym and Janet? Oh, Bandai. you know what? Actually. Wait, what happened to them? They did. Remember, that's why he gets they got, stuck. They get snapped. That's why he gets stuck mm. in there. Yeah. Right. Remember the rat? Mike. The rat but, rolls, runs yeah. over the thing. And that's how Remember that up. rat? Yeah. Remember it's rat. my rat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Kang's death is absolutely stupid. A lot dude, of, he a just lot of, like fucking lot. deus ex machina <laughs> into a fucking wait, laser yeah, beam. Wait, do you know that? Do you know that video of the crab on the undersea? That's exactly yes. what Yes. So it's that I know there's there's a video that I didn't do for our uh, clip of the week battle of a guy getting torn up the same way that crab did. (laughs) They're working on like a pipe with fucking water and he opens it up and gets fucking sucked in. There's a um, he died. There's a there is a uh, (laughs) I can't remember what it's called, but there was an accident. This kills a bunch of with a bunch of Russian divers or maybe they were American. Either way, they were like in a diving bell mm-hmm. and it hadn't repressurized yet. And one of the rookies opened up the door. And I mean, the door, I believe, was 22 inches in diameter and all six of them got sucked through at the same time. Yeah. I think two of them survived and the other four were just in pieces. Yeah. Like there's pictures of their like diving suits and it's just, it's like they had to lay out their bodies and be like, this hand goes here and this leg goes, like that's yeah, how bad it was. Yeah, it's fu- you know what I'm talking they about, right? Crab. I, like, I, I can't remember what it's called though. Um, the kids okay. are calling it crabbing. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, these kids are crabbing. Um, so the the thing is, is apparently he didn't get sucked. He that he didn't die he didn't that way. <laughs> Kang never got sucked. That's why he was so mad. You know, Janet sucked. Him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, she has Christ. needs, <laughs> and it's Jonathan Majors. Yeah, have you um, seen those gutters? Uh, 
Apparently he's not dead. He got sucked into the probability machine and he'll go and like become the great, the MCU's version of the great beyond because he gets the beyond power or some shit. When the fuck did they say that in the movie though? And why did I have they to don't read that to. on the internet? No, the dead. Yeah. They said, they, they, said they said he's dead in the post credit scene when you have all of the cans. Yeah. And the, that's the, the re- one that's talking like this. That, yeah. that was another really oh, well, terrible voice. And that's the reason. <laughs> that was way worse. Yeah. That's that one the, was worse. That's the reason why Kang. Um, that's why the reason that's that's what kicks off Kang the cocksucker (laughs) Kang conquering all these timelines because the Avengers are now a threat to his power that's the reason why they start going out and they start killing Avengers after that which is what they say yeah Yeah, but like these people are now meddling in our multi universe the bug man is fucking with everything so like I had this one fucking inbred uh, message (laughs) with me today hold on I'll find him sliding into your DMs I'm sorry if you're gonna hit me with some silliness I'm going to hit you with some While you're back. finding that. Like Nikki Haley, we kick back. We kick back. Okay, so here we go. Um, yeah. so, Did anybody get that reference? No. I'll show um, you her, her, her video. So, uh, uh, was indeed an Avenger, level threat, uh, Avengers level threat, yada, yada, yada. Um, they mention how now he's in the prob- like probability storm. That is like, did you not see what was to come in the post credit scene? It's like, no, fuck that shit. Just because they told you that there's a bigger threat coming now because they killed this Kang doesn't make this a good movie. It does not. It does. Who, who says no. that it does? That no. guy's some... fucking idiots on Twitter. Like That's sweaty. Kang is so powerful. Like, did you not see? Like, did you? You not haven't see, even like, seen his final it form. Absolutely, was you an Avengers level final. threat. Did you not see the post credit scene? It's like I watched the fucking movie, and at any point in time, I was like, "Why has nobody just shot this guy in the head?" Thank you. Like, it just he, you. They You're talking talk, about the Loki one? No, I'm talking about Kang in general. Like, okay. they talk a big game about him, but he fucking does nothing. I, and then at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna fist fight Paul Rudd." Oh, cool. Anybody? His could. suit was awesome. broken. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get it. The, but yes, like his helmet. I didn't like his helmet. So then, design. how powerful is Kang if it's his fucking suit? Because Iron Man's exactly. got a suit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What makes Kang Kang? Because Thanos smart. took off his armor to fight the Avengers because he was that confident Horde. of himself. You know what I mean? Horde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My man went hard in the paint. <laughs> did you did you like his helmet? I'm yeah. I it mean, looked weirdly tight to his face. I wish it had a little bit more heft to it. A little bit of shield or something. In well, this, yeah. I didn't mind the blue shield, but the the actual casing around his head it just was like this there's also one scene where he talks in it and the bottom of it moves with the CGI and I was just like, is is the helmet a part of his skin or is it? <laughs> What's that helmet? Like, I, I like don't the understand. Suit. I like the suit how they suit. adapted the suit because the suit does look exactly like it yeah. should. Yeah. Um, I wait. I, I had a question. But go on. So Kang has killed a infinite amount of Ant Men, right? Like Avengers of, of like of Avengers, and he's yeah. like, I killed you before. What makes this Ant Man different? He loves his daughter. <laughs> Uh, well, and he's the only uh, he's the only Ant Man that's loved his daughter. That's the other thing. Too. That's what I was like. I was like, in, what? In the other universes, he doesn't have a relationship because with her because he's a con. I don't know. I, but that's the thing. I was like, they that was to me the biggest miss of the emotion. Do I was you, like, why is he? What makes this different? The you guys and they could have with the probability thing that was carry that theme over. Absolutely, they could have been like all of these people are doing one, two, three, or the other, and he's the only one that it's has. It's the that same play. thing as in in uh, Endgame when it's like this is the one. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, like 
Ant-Man's whole character is Cassie. Is yeah. getting back to Cassie, being a father. And in Endgame, I mean, God, he almost breaks down in tears in front of Tony Stark when he's trying to, like, we have to try something. Like, you know, the scene where he's like, we just have to follow the rules of time travel. Don't talk to our past selves. No buying sports almanacs. And Tony's like, Scott, are you trying to hinge the future of the world on a plot to Back to the Future? And he's like, no. He says, good, because that would be horseshit. Like, that, but still, that right there, he chokes up because he's like, I have someone I cared about. Like, mm-hmm. but Tony's got everything that... Marty McFly. I mean? Yeah, Marty yeah. McFly. Um, and I felt in the probability storm, that was the only moment in the movie where Paul Rudd's character, or Ant-Man, or Scott, whoever... <laughs> Um, had a moment, had a character Fuck moment because he's like, we all want the same thing, right? And that's there was the, even even the Baskin Robbins, yeah, funny. even the Baskin. That yeah. was funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah all that of, was all funny. Of, all of him, everything about him, and every possible choice in anything, it's all getting back all to Cassie, which was great. Again, why this Scott? There's no specific reason as to why. It's just we needed this to happen. Like, a little convenient writing just just because. <laughs> Which um, was like, I was like, okay, cool. This could have been anybody else. Yeah. There's nothing that's set, like, th- that's the thing is that there's nothing that sets up those questions. Like, what makes this Scott different from the other ones? Why is Kang so, that you know what I mean? There's there's none of that substance. It, it's still not as bad as a movie like Batman vs. Superman where there is just no justification for any of the things the characters do. It just feels so undercooked. We cleared out the population of the entire island, so no. <laughs> No one will get hurt. Thank God it is the business district and it's after 5.30 p.m. on a Friday. On a holiday weekend. <laughs> and God damn it, it is snowing out, so everybody's staying home. Like, it's alternate side parking today, so these cars are Even their cars the are safe. <laughs> Fucking hell, Oh, man. shit. But, um, and ultimately, after all this pomp and circumstance, zero consequences. Everything goes back to status. What about the I Egypt, thought, Egyptian king? I thought, king. I thought, I thought if <laughs> I thought if Scott was gonna die because I that was the that rumor, been, that would have been that something. was the rumor going into this that Scott was gonna die and that Cassie was gonna replace him as Ant Man, um, which oh. I would not have sat well with Can just on the basis of Paul Rudd needs to be in these movies. What? In uh, canonically, you can does, just ask me. By the way, you know if you do. Do you mind? Canonically, does Cassie take over for Ant Man or the Wasp? Because she's got basically an Ant Man suit. Yeah, in this. yeah. She doesn't have wings. No wings. Uh I don't know, dude. After Modok, anything, anything could happen now. <laughs> you know, they can okay. just do anything they want. Um, Honestly, so I, um, like I said, zero consequences going forward because we we know that there's more Kang variants. We knew that was gonna happen. All this did was just. Like it's weird. It's weird. Every bit. time we've gotten a Kang so far, it's just like kill him off, kill him off, get rid of him. Yeah. Um, and then that brings us to the post credit scenes. So the post credit scene was all the Kangs getting in the arena. The interesting part about that is they are going the Reed Richards route for sure. Because the same thing Reed Richard beams into the fucking Illuminati room with. Yes. Yep. All of those Kangs beam in. That's a too. good. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, you, is, you knew that? That yeah. is a blink and like, you miss it moment. That. Yeah. that was what that was for. Like to sub to tell you subconsciously we're tech. going that way. I loved that they all like that. There's a like hierarchy of multipersonal uh, Kangs. Kangs. Like, you know, they have like the upper echelon and then all of them getting pulled into the stadium. The council of elders. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, look, it's that guy. He's yeah. there. Like to oh, each the other. Egyptian, just, uh, the Egyptian, yeah. Egyptian like, God That's one. fucking funny as hell. Um, someone tried to pin that scene as racism. 
How? Because oh, they, just like appropriation. Yeah, ju- yeah, or not even appropriation. Just the fact that there was people of color, like like ooh, ooh, like all that shit. Oh. And some and actually, a black creator retweeted it and said, "Man, the white people who say that we're <laughs> that they're our allies need to pull it back." <laughs> like, because <laughs> like, I, I watched that whole scene, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, they're hyped because they're going on a conquest." Like, yeah. I forgot that that's there's their only thing. I forgot that only like white people like sports. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what a, what a <laughs> dumb fucking take. So stupid. You, just every stadium is just what dude, like, the Red Sox. Honestly, like. yeah. honestly, yeah. bro, the last like the last two months on Twitter, it. it just how, looking for shit. How it's gotten worse, I don't know. It's it's Elon wild. Musk. No, it is. There it, is some dude, like it's it's not even just the algorithm. It's just there. Somebody somewhere in Ohio, they put something in the water. So that's the first post. My, that's my first Twitter post-credit tastes like chlorine. <laughs> Every time I open it up, my eyes water. <laughs> um, and then the second post-credit scene with the best one was with they show um owen uh, wilson loki and uh owen wilson mobius i guess and uh he is now that th- that is the original kang variant that guy that 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 scientist whatever his name is um nikola tesla that is not nikola tesla <laughs> he also um, had a really bad voice where he's like i am doing science welcome to <laughs> My show. I, I like I understand you have to make all these characters distinct and everything. His choices do not make any sense he to me whatsoever. He should have had he should have had a uh, transatlantic accent while doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like. So um there is uh yeah, here it is. Victor Timely. Um Victor Timely. Oh, that was his name. He is having gone back so his whole thing is that he has gone back to the earliest twentieth century to better conquer the twenty first century. Uh, Kang is Victor Timely founded the town of Timely and became its mayor using the time travel technology to create a massive manufacturing empire based in robotics. So he's like, he's like the one that went to the star and you that's know, the real enemy. That uh, is. So the other Loki season two capitalism. So Coming the other out thing is Disney plus they have uh, uh. the three Kangs that we saw in the end. One of them was Immortus, the once and future Kang. There was Ra- Rama Tut, the ancient Egyptian Pharaoh Kang. And then there was Kang Prime or Scarlet Centurion, however you want to call them. But I think the funniest part is, is that they call all of those people in the stands the Council of Kangs. And everyone was like, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. You know who two of the writers on this movie are? Oh, um, Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland and Dan Hart. What's his name? Uh, He was a writer on Rick and Morty. Yep, two of of the guys who wrote for Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty references very clearly this. I mean, like, they're all big nerds. Yeah. So, um... What what are their writer's name? I I know his name, but I can't think of it. Not off the top of my head, I don't know. I'll look it up. Look it up. I need to know. We need to give this man credit. We'll sit in silence until we figure out this man's name. (laughs) Do-do-do. Jeff Loveness? Jeff Loveness, that's the one. You sure be loving So, um, he he's... (laughs) He's, I mean, um, a lot of you know the people uh, like he's Dan put in Harman, charge of Kang Dynasty script. Dan Harmon's you know like people that he's worked with on Community and uh, and Rick and Morty have gone on to do a lot of Marvel stuff. I mean, like the Russo brothers started out on on Community. Commun- they were chosen for their their ability to juggle ensemble characters, mm-hmm. though. That's why. Um, uh, <laughs> Ant Man three. Fans are screaming, please stop hiring Rick and Morty writers. <laughs> there you go. So um so in the wake of this reception, 
to this film. Uh, Marvel has done a couple things. Number one, three tele- killed Kevin Feige. Three <laughs> television shows have already been put on ice. Really? Which yeah. ones? I I don't. I think it's like Echo. Some other one. Oh, ones we haven't seen. Yeah, ones we haven't seen. Echo but the Secret, Dolphin. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion and something really? else. Really? Though no, they're still coming this oh. year, but it's not going to be five on top of each other. Yeah. It's wow! What a concept. Um, they delayed the Marvels to November. However, I think that was happening anyway. They were just they were just announcing that from um, July to November. Yeah, right? yeah, because they had Guardians coming out in May, and it'd just be too much on top of each other. So I think they're, they're and also fiscal year. They need something in the fall too. Um. So they've already obviously they're already pushing that back. The thing is, is that I unless Guardians of the Galaxy is an absolute stinker, like I still think it's like full steam ahead for the MCU. But in the future, here's what I need to see. Number one, pull it back. I right, pull it all back. All right, stop doing building blocks. We need to go back to the time where it was one movie at a time. Number one movie. Number two. Stop doing the interconnected television show fucking movies. Nobody likes that. Zero people enjoy that. I, I promise you. If they did nobody good, likes if that. they did good ones, then I would like it. But yeah, but then when they did do a good one, they were just like, well, "We need a villain from Multiverse of Madness." All right, let's throw out everything we just did. Wandavision, <laughs> like, um, yeah. Then um, uh, and just going forward, like Kevin Feige has said that. He's hiring more independent filmmakers, like more more confident ones, like specifically Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He didn't touch. That's all Sam Raimi. And that's the reason why he hired Sam Raimi, because he knew he could trust him to, you know, produce a good product. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is I'm glad Bob Iger's back because he's putting the creatives in charge again. He's getting rid of all these finance guys that Chapek had in. There's no more of these content mandates where they have to rush shit out the door. I mean, for God's sake, some of the parts of this movie look so fucking ugly, and it's caused the CGI, did the, 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 the VFX team did not have the time they needed. And also, you can't just move shit around the schedule anymore. This movie needed another six months to cook, and they swapped it with something else, right? They, they moved... They moved another movie and they put this one in its place and it clearly wasn't ready to go out yet. Hmm. It was not ready. Yeah, there's something else that was supposed to Blade. Blade moved, oh. so the whole schedule moved. Yeah. And they needed something to fill this slot. That's right. They moved because we were all excited. They moved Ant Man up. I remember it now. Yeah, so remember did you um, uh, does anybody else feel like an idiot when at the end when Quantum it was Ant Man and then Quantumania. Ant Man is in the word Quantumania. It's like part of the spelling of it. Yeah. Did I just got that like when it came on screen. Notice how we haven't no. mentioned Wasp once, and that's because they upped her profile for the second movie, and she's really good in that one. And then this movie is just like, I mean, it's just she's just an eyesore We didn't now. even mention the guy with no holes. I was waiting for the holes guy. He was the best. And he then was the great. Dude, the dude the from the laser um, beam I head dude. Yeah, the laser, <laughs> the laser beam dude, and then the guy from the Good Place, the telepath. Oh uh, yeah. Um, what is his in the Good Place? It's Chidi Adagonye. Um, I was really excited to see him. I actually, do you great. know, uh, you know, uh, Nando V movies? I think I've sent you some of his videos. William great. Jackson Harper. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, 
But uh, so Nando, uh, he's you know he does, talks about a lot of the same stuff that we do. He his short list for uh, the Fantastic Four had William Jackson Harper as Mister Fantastic, which I thought was like a really interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Then to see him show up in this, I'm like, all right, let's see what he does. And then he shows up and then disappears for the whole rest of the movie. Barely shows up at the end. I um, have holes. <laughs> I have holes. So um. Yeah, I I think going the, the forward, creatures were so good. Marvel this, needs to focus back on quality over quantity, and the reason I say that is because I watched Captain America: Civil War, and I you don't know how good that movie is until you see some true bullshit from Marvel. How about just like, the fact that like they were able to pull off Infinity War and Endgame, balancing so many, juggling so many plates, and they still made it incredibly compelling. Also, just like it 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 like. When I was watching Civil War last night, yeah, I maybe listen. I was an idiot, all, like five, seven years ago, whenever that came I out. I can attest. To I that. love um, Civil War. Or no, I, um, Tony is absolutely riddled with guilt that whole movie, and he's making all of his choices based off of emotion. And shrapnel, he's riddled with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's, it's been that way for a while. Um, <laughs> he's making all of his choices based off of emotion. You know what I mean? And then when you go back and you look at all of his movies up until that point, they worked him up to this mm-hmm. point, which it was a natural, um, a natural progression in the story of these two characters to fall out like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas like this movie, I, I just, it's not even close to like the emotional depth of some of the former film, like even shit in phase four. Like there's moments of blood. There's quiet moments in black widow where they have character moments. I mean, the the scene where uh, the three Peters are on the roof of, in No Way Home is absolute masterclass. Um, Eternals and um, what's that other one that came out? Uh, Shang Chi. The moments where he's talking with his uh, with his father in while they're fighting about like legacy, their family, what this means, the, you know how you can go against your family name, your house, all this shit, right? Like it, the dance fight where they fall in love. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Where is the nuance in these new movies? Where is the detail? Where is we care about the characters more than we do the action sequences? Well, I, where I, I feel this movie was like yeah, where cut heart, out, cut out everything that has to do with the characters. Let's just and bring in the fucking ants. The like, best way to say it is: we go to the movies because heartbreak feels good in a place like that. That's, uh, and that I think is a great place <laughs> to fucking move on from. So yeah. So listen. Uh, Ant-Man is whatever. I don't have anything else to say. I just... God damn it. I hope Guardians of the wait, Galaxy wait, 3 is wait great. Wait for it to come out on Disney+. Anybody Plus. else have anything else to say, Mike? You just, got any? Just wait for it to... This is not a movie. I have holes. Movie theater. Okay. <laughs> I counted the holes, too, when he said seven. <laughs> I did... Everybody did, I, I couldn't... It was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I love because he does it, too, and he's like... Yeah, 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 yeah seven. Se- se- seven's Well, right. I was counting... Yeah. Yeah. Correctly. But no, because it's one, two... Three, four, I don't five, know if six, they counted seven. I don't no, know you're if they not, counted are eyes. Are you not counting your asshole? Yeah. Yeah, but they, I'm, I, they didn't count eyes. Yeah, oh, so it's it is ear, asshole it's ear, and ear, pee-pee hole. Ear, right? ear yeah. nose, nose, mouth, milk, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I was. That was the last thing I was expecting. Hold the fucking song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love an escalator. Dude, they're dangerous, bro. Oh, I, I've seen this clip. 
She's taken out, bro. <laughs> Full on on his stretcher. Multiple too. contusions detected. <laughs> like, but he, like, dude, Boom. the power. The power in that fucking suitcase. Like, here's the thing, though. I don't understand why this hat, this, this hole. <laughs> yeah, this right here. I don't understand. <laughs> like, these are the same people that are in the theater clapping for those moments they in the movies where heartbreak feels good. Here, what's going on? Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's added, right? That was somebody added. watching 100% the video. Added, yeah. I, oh no, maybe that's not that. Yeah, that sounds maybe diegetic, that's on. or at least the, like the rest of things. Okay, that, that, that's hundred percent. That's hundred percent added in. But this right here, damn, bro, dude, she had to hit her head, right? Well, this is this is if that's me. Like you know, it's a public place. It's like I'm hamming I'm, that. I'm, up. I'm milking you this for every dollar. Bet I have tingling pain. I have headaches. You know? My student loans are gone. <laughs> I'm out of work for this week, bro. And you got to make that up. I'm so. out of work forever, bitch. That's how That's she became disability. the silver surfer. <laughs> <laughs> Swooped under her legs oh, and she dude. just took off. <laughs> I can't wait to watch them fuck that up. Oh, dude, sure. no. They, you know what I think? That That's obviously their next flagship Guard like Guardians, it's gonna take the place of Guardians, I think. They said this There's weekend. There's no way they're gonna fuck that they up. They said this weekend they're casting um they're casting Sue Storm first. They're ca they're casting from every local community theater, so <laughs> yep. you better get going. No, I'm, uh, I'll be there. Uh they're casting Sue Storm first, and then they casting will cast around, they her. Are around her. Interesting, because she is the heart of the group. Jason Statham will be the silver <laughs> server. <laughs> I, I another, uh, I've hearing a lot of talk of uh, Keanu Reeves. I'm like, that'd be they've an offered choice. him a part in literally every movie. So <laughs> and he's far. he said he wants to do it. He's just waiting for the he's right waiting one. Waiting for the that right one. That would be great. Silver Surfer. Um, I would like that. Well, I mean, there's other things to look forward to as well. Like obviously, Blade. I mean, we have Blade still coming. Fantastic Four, X Men are on their way. We got Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, Fast and Furious Ten. <laughs> are they doing uh, an eleven? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is the villain. Um and uh, he's playing an Elon Musk type. Typical. You know what I realized? Cars that drive themselves. That's what he invents, and it's a threat to their and it, existence. And it's a prequel to Cars. Yep. I <laughs> love it. Oh, <laughs> This is a crossover that we always needed. I realized I don't like Fast and Furious movies. Me neither. I, did, that's, okay. I, did, I didn't realize that. Uh, that's that's the preface to me, really. I feel like I, I always do that. So I, I, don't never, like, I, don't, I don't like those movies, but I just realized what, what they are. In cinema. Family. They are our version of Bollywood movies. The just most over-the-top extreme action that you could ever think of. We just imported Bollywood. Oh, my God. What? What did you... Is, this is the clip of the week. This is the real clip of the week. Family. 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 Dude, only one of those guys that, actually... That guy in the middle. Can you, can you pull up a still of Vin Diesel in the new Fast and Furious movie? Because I saw a tweet... That was basically like, how do the fucking blue people in Avatar look better than his face <laughs> in this? Like, he looks bad. I don't know if you're oh, going to be able to find it. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> what about Jason Momoa? Did you see the one where he's all, like, puffy? Yeah, he's all. So, um, 
now that we're talking about this, you guys know that the director of this movie left a week into shooting because Vin Diesel would show up and not know any of his lines and was like out of shape. It's like, bro, <gasps> this is this is your bread and butter. Why are you fucking yourself over right now? Do you know what Vin Diesel's real name is? Uh, hit me with it. Mark Sinclair. That's a good name. Why did he go to Vin Diesel? Because Vin Diesel looks like a man that drives fast and furious. Vin Diesel also, sounds like a porn name, also, oh, for sure. Um, even though he is of Scottish and Irish descent, he claims... He's not quote, Italian. He claims, quote, he has always been... He feels like he's always been something else like referring he's to, transracial uh, yes he's, he's culturally I italian that, i said that to my latino friend and his literal response was and we accept him wholeheartedly <laughs> like he has earned his seat at the table <laughs> he is invited to the cookout yeah yeah, yeah. so and uh, listen the fast and furious movies listen they cool they have cool cars good action and lots of ass and that's what people who want to see those movies go see and that's what that's what makes money that's, that's what um, people that the do first, whippets go fast see. and the furry the one with john Cena, the one Fast that, and the Furries. Uh, whichever one came out over the pandemic, that's the highest grossing domestic film during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, like, because, every movies. because every single person that likes those movies is, is a, unvaccinated, is unvaccinated <laughs> and is a fucking COVID <laughs> denier. <laughs> you're, when you're right, you're right, oh, Mike. Man, you cannot Mike. That's why you're the, on the show, the bro. Heaters. That right there. That's Fucking like, hell yeah! That's you like, know it. Yeah, I, when I, when I'll tell you what. When I saw that last one, that was the worst theater experience. <laughs> they want to give back my vaccine. People were playing music loud. They were on the phone. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> oh man, that's great. All right, well, I think we're good for this week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Once again, you can check us out on all social media at pressanykey.tv. You can also find us on our website pressanykey.tv. Uh, once again, I'm Pat Knapp. That's Nick McFly, Mike Burke, and uh, we will see you for episode 103. What the fuck is next week? I have holes. Nick's got holes. Just filling fill the space. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's next week? Who cares? They'll find out next okay, week. Okay, yeah, whatever. Goodbye. You know what? Find our social. <laughs> Goodbye.